Have you golfed recently? I was going to go today. Really? Yeah, I had a tea time, but uh, <laughs> the six inches of snow stopped that. Yeah, so they sent out this email that's like, "Yeah, the course is closed. Don't come." Dude, out. I can't believe I woke up this morning and I had to shovel my driveway again. Uh, we're we're uh, east facing, so it melts in the morning. Yeah, not us. It's fucked. Like I, I swear, we got like six six inches of snow. <laughs> like. And, dude, it was so nice out yesterday. It was sunny. Yeah, that's why I thought I was going to get to go golf, it's dude. It's insane. I mean, it's starting to melt now, but it's just. I think I heard someone say, like, we're almost at a record. We're, or we're the second. Yeah, I think Mammoth. The second is, highest or something. I think Mammoth is hitting their record now. Mammoth Mountain Snowfall record. I was just going to do the same thing. They broke it three days ago. Really? Yeah, with over eight hundred. Let's see. I'm going to the YouTube. Eight hundred inches of snow. Wow. Where is the calculator? Eight hundred inches. Eight hundred inches of snow divided by. That is sixty-six foot snow base, almost sixty-seven feet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This one says here, if it would load. That uh, 1971 for Nevada, 63, greatest snowfall in one season for Reno Tahoe, 63.8 inches. What is that? Wait, that doesn't sound right. That's not enough unless that was one storm at a time. Yeah, maybe that could be it. This is in one season. Oh, this is probably like over one night then or like over one day. That's odd. The most snow that Reno has ever received in a single calendar year, 63.8 inches. That's not... That's only five feet. Yeah, that's nothing. That can't be right. Well, it must have been one snowfall, like one consecutive storm or something like right. that. Yeah, exactly. Because we got nine inches just like right here. On, on December 31st, we got nine inches. <clears throat> huh. Anyway, got another six this morning. I swear, four to six. Yeah. I had to shovel my driveway and... God, dude, I just want it to be summer. Can't just be I'm spring ready. and summer, dude. Please. Do you have any summer plans? Or like going to I'm, going, trips I'm going to a wedding. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to a wedding. Uh, you're, gonna my, you're gonna be in my wedding. Yeah. Otherwise, have you, have you ever been in a wedding before? Um. Yeah, my friend Sean's. I was uh-huh. in a wedding. Yeah, we were in Napa. How long ago was that? Fuck. Uh, years. Ten, twelve years ago. Yeah. Now you're going to be in another one. That's right. It's time, dude. Anywho, um, so you didn't get to golf today. I did not. No. So um, what, did, what did the email say? Sorry. <laughs> it said due to the snowfall overnight, the course is or overnight the course is closed. So, so they just did they just give you a refund or they like have you reschedule yeah, it? They refund you. No, they don't just be like pick another date. Uh, if I went through like golf now or something, I think they would have, but I just booked it directly with the course, so they gotcha. kicked it back. Nice. So now next weekend? I'm going to look, yeah. I'll probably go next Sunday. It's hard. It's weekend golf is awful. Um, it is definitely the, it, it is the longest Define round awful. you'll play. So oh, because there's so many when people? You play, yeah, when you play in prime times, especially in like a public course, yeah. there's no expectations to be good or bad or whatever. And if you get trapped behind a bad group, that's 
That's the end of the line, dude. What are we looking at? Yeah, uh, it's like just the weather this. for next week. There it is. Yeah, 45. 45. Yeah, we're in the 40s. It's good. Saturday it's might be the play. I don't know. <clears throat> Saturday, 49. That's not bad. No, that's but great the, actually. The clouds, a, a wind sketch. though. Yeah, see, all that that's going to turn into snow the way that. This what's a going. what's a wind you wouldn't want to play in like 30? Anything past 20 miles an hour. It, oh, okay. It's hard. It gets harder. It depends on if you're good playing in the wind or not. I'm so tall and my swing is steep, so I hit the ball really high. I have a hard time in the wind. Dude, the wind just ruins like everything. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like being at the top of the mountain. You don't want to be there. Like any type of sport, right? You don't want to snowboard in the wind. You don't want to ride mm -hmm. a bike in the wind. You don't want to golf in the wind. You don't want to run in the wind. I Maybe the run might or the wind cools you down, but like you're running against it. Yeah. If you were running like, with the wind at your back, it wouldn't be so bad. You know what else ruins everything? Snow. What's that? Yeah, snow's not my favorite, dude. I'm about ready to be done yeah. with this. I think most people are. But What are you ready for? What's coming? What's next for code? For season-wise? Anything, dude. What's next? What is on your short-term radar? Um, That's a good question. I'm getting married <laughs> in a couple months. Getting married. There you go. I mean, that's yeah. something. That's, a, that's a big something. Yeah, that's in August. So we got to that's oh, well, I guess we're moving. That that's the next thing. We're we're just moving to a new place. Where are you going? In, in May. Just, just down like by the across, down by the river. Town? Okay. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> so we're just switching places. Uh, I fucking hate moving, so not that. <laughs> uh, when we're done moving, I'll be excited. Okay. I don't think anybody likes moving. But uh, I no, especially you're... hate moving. I think that you have uh, some pretty prepared people for moving that can give you. A well, hand. that's also why I hate moving is I hate asking people to help you move. Cause I <laughs> yeah, know, cause I hate part. moving. And so when people ask me, I'll say yes, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. And I know everybody else. Or I don't want to put, I, people feel the <laughs> same way. And so I don't want to put them in that same position. <clears throat> But I it's know definitely that, the uh, the pizza yeah. and beer. You got to sell them, man. That's, it's so funny that why is that just, the why is that the common gift or the it's the fucking worst meal too. It's just like the worst thing for it me. is. But it's just so easy. Like it is. But it's it's every time I've helped somebody move. All right, we'll get pizza. All right, have a beer. We just yeah. remember when you and I just helped JP and Tammy. <laughs> that's what I was All thinking. Right, we, we got pizza. We, we got this. beer. Yep. I, that means JP has to be there. That's that's the that's I, the code. I, you can't violate the code. Ironically enough, I texted him yesterday. Like we were just talking and I said, or he's like, what are you doing? I said, we're packing, getting ready to move here in May. And then he's like, oh, sounds good. I'll be there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I didn't even right. fucking ask you. I was like, I know you guys will help, but. It's the code, man. You can't, you cannot turn your back on your friend. If you, if you help them move, then, then it's owed now. I know. You yeah. have to return the he, favor. He, exactly. He's, yeah, he's due. <laughs> it's the code. <clears throat> What's that? Have you seen that higher movers meme? Yeah, it's right no, here. I haven't. If you're over 35, hire movies. Your friends are too old. Nobody wants to slip <laughs> a desk for pizza and two Bud Lights. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's definitely the one. Well, that's, that's why we do CrossFit, though, so that doesn't that's happen. That's the sponsor but... of this stream is that meme. It's so funny. I, I'm not actually over 35, so I guess it applies or it doesn't apply to me. No, you you and Lynn's are still fine. you got many years. But of you're, all, all of our friends are over 35. It's it's at the end of the line for me. I feel that's a, for a couple days. That's a good talking point. I exactly. noticed I. What are your okay? Do you have a lot of friends? Would you say, or like not a lot of friends, or like what would, or have you always had a lot of friends, or not, or 
what do you think? I'm kind of a friend by association. I'll I'll be friends with people that I'm doing a similar thing with, whether that was gaming and we all game together or whatever. Uh, the gym now, just just I don't know, by association, doing things together. Yeah. What about you? So, you seem uh, like you're a pretty social guy, so I would I would assume as much. So I am a very yeah, obviously very social. Um, I would say I didn't have like a lot of a lot of friends back when I like in high school. Like I had a lot okay. of friends in like elementary school, and then I kind of just did my own thing in high school. I had friends, and I think most people liked me or were fine with me, but it wasn't like we were friends for most people. Like I did have some friends we would hang out or whatever, play games with. Okay. Fair enough. But then as I've gotten older, as I become more outgoing, more social, being a CrossFit coach helps that meeting people and helping people and stuff. Now I have the most friends I've ever had. Well, I think, uh, I think it's a skill too. You're forced as a coach to, develop human interaction skills to where people that would not normally be comfortable will be comfortable with you because you're comfortable with them. It's like a symbiotic relationship. And now at this point, like you'll meet everybody. Yeah. It's a small bubble. It's interesting because, um, exactly that. But like, I don't know. It's just all my friends now are, are they're from the gym. Like, it's just kind of funny how that works. Like, and I think it makes sense, right? Like you're a product of your environment and, Obviously, the people you hang out with or do hobbies with are going to become your friends, but I don't know. It's just kind of I don't. I really don't hang out with anybody that doesn't do CrossFit or go to Double Edge or used to go to Double Edge or something like that. But, I would say that now, at this point in my life, like you start to prioritize things that are important to you and aren't, and I have a hard time getting on with somebody that just like goes out drinks himself into a stupor eats like shit doesn't want to go outside like i just i don't have any interest with them so like it just immediately rules them out so i've actually found that because of crossfit same thing uh, most of my friends that i actually do things with outside of the gym are people from the gym the exceptions being like a couple people i work with who are also super active like morgan who went to the gym but she does powerlifting we have a lot of common interests like that it's actually, and that's another thing that you said there, like, <clears throat> you don't hang out with people like go out and get plastered and all that stuff, but like, um, which I agree with and I am on the same way, but thinking back when I used to party a decent amount, the only people I part or the people I would party with, we were only friends because we partied Yeah. Af- after we true. stopped or after I like, we weren't partying. We're like, I have nothing in common with you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like why the fuck are we hanging out just to drink? Yeah. It's like, that's it. And that was a common ground. So then you lose those friends or the, they're not, you know, you lose those people because that was the only reason you guys were hanging out in the first place. Not because you liked each other. It was like you were, you had fun while you guys were drunk or drinking or going out and doing social things. Not because you're like interested in their life or cared about them. Like I would yeah, ever be like, Hey, like what's going on? You guys, you want to go and, play golf today or something or like do something it's like hey let's go to someone's house and party or hey let's go out and do something tonight yeah your commonality was whatever was on special or whatever's on tap yep. that's about it <laughs> that's right dude <laughs> and Pretty like much. I, I feel like and i've heard that a lot of like uh 
like if you watch like documentaries or like ex addicts or something, they say the same shit, right? Like I would hang yeah. out, I was hanging out with all these people and the only reason I hung out with them was because we would do drugs together or we would drink together and it's like fuck. It's like kinda heavy to think about. It is, but it also kinda talks about like mental psyche stuff. Like you will gravitate towards people that will accompany you on your vices or your things that you find important. Like it, it doesn't matter if they're positive or negative for your overall outcome. If they're important to both of you, that's like you're gonna pull those people to you. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the person that moves on or like gets better or whatever, like they go their own way and then generally the the other people stay back and then they're like fuck fuck Cody. Fuck that person, <laughs> right? They're like, right. Oh, he doesn't want to hang out with us anymore, it's too good or whatever, you know, whoever whatever they think. It's just cause like they chose yeah. to change it. It's just crazy. He, but he's too busy not drinking now to come hang out with us. Right. Exactly. The reason why I thought of that is like, and then also that was like the second part of this question, why I thought of it was from that. If you're over 35 is, so yeah, all my friends now are from the gym and I have mostly older friends too. Oh, I, I mean, I would, I would say that part of it is that, uh, I don't know, CrossFit as you get older, is like a, it, it, it's fighting aging essentially, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I feel fitter and younger now than I did when I joined the gym and that was three years ago. So it's, uh, you're going to find people that stick with it are probably going to be going into their thirties. They have the income available to actually be able to pay for it. First of all, cause it's expensive. And then you're going to start finding people that prioritize their health. And typically people don't do that until they're through that party phase. So it, it wipes out a lot of people's twenties and you're going to start seeing people in their thirties. So that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I see it as making sense. That's a good point. No, for sure. What about for you though? Because like, what about what about? There's got to be some younger guys that go to the gym. Like, you see all the people that go to the gym. Yeah, there is, and like, I don't know. I would say our median. This is just guess, but like our median range. If I just had to guess for double edge, is probably thirty-two to thirty-six. Okay. And that's like so. That's the average, obviously. Some older, some younger, but the younger ones aren't very common. I mean, Lindsay's obviously one of the younger ones. Yeah. Ryan is 14. She's probably the youngest. Um, Addie, she's... Oh, yeah, Addie's 17 now, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I think she just turned 17. Um, But those are the few ones, right? And then most people are (laughs) 30-plus. Why do you think that is? Like, realistically, why does CrossFit attract people that are kind of past that first phase of their life? Good question. Uh, my answer would be because like they've gone like, so I don't think mo- you can get in. Most people don't get into CrossFit unless someone shows it to them or they know someone who's done it before. It's like a referral thing, right? Word of mouth. Yeah. And you probably don't have someone telling you, when you're 17, hey, come do this, unless it's your parents or it's your brother or your sister or something. Um, so you go through the other things. People, if you do any fitness, you start out lifting or you run track for four years or whatever it is until you then be like, oh, I'm over this or I want to experience different avenues of fitness. And then that's when it becomes you do CrossFit because now you're 24, you graduated college or something, you've already done the other things. So I think that's why. And it also just kind of caters to like, I don't know, it just feels more mature, like a more mature audience of like, 
because it's a class setting and yeah i don't know i don't think a kid or most kids want to jump into class with a bunch of people in general let alone older people be told what to do by a 25 to 30 year old person who they might consider still as like a kid and then they're like i don't know ego might play a factor into it too like i'm not gonna let cody tell me what to do what the hell or whatever (laughs) okay so i think i I don't know because like a couple of those factors think about it though it's like it gets such a bad rap Uh, that's a good point crossfit is always just kind of gets abused by like it's a it's just a walking meme and i I don't know. I think that detracts. Like you, can, it's not seen as cool when you're young, so you can't be caught doing it. That too. I don't know. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> it's not point. Something you think about, but yeah, like the the pull-ups thing, the butterfly pull-ups. Like yeah, that's it seems really funny until you try to do one, and it's not particularly easy. Exactly, and you know what's funny about that? I talk about this all the time, or say this to people all the time: is the people that dog on pull-ups or whatever they say they're fucking stupid and they're easy and not a rep was completed whatever yeah exactly, you know, the stupid exactly. Shit. it's like yeah okay whatever hate on that cool we we kind of embrace it and we accept it and fine but it's funny that that is the only thing that you can like poke a hole in for movement <laughs> yeah. right that's the one thing yeah. you see then then that person gets off the pull-up bar that right that, let's say the video keeps rolling they see 10 kipping pull-ups and then what the fuck is that guy's name infinite elg intensity <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the guy that he does all the movements right but let's say he's doing his little commentary crossfit fails or whatever what is it yeah when he does the games the... the movement i can't think of the word but yeah he does his crossfit games but like let's say he's watching the video and they do their kipping pull-up and stuff um by the way i think his videos are funny but um, i i agree i think he's hilarious but like that video keeps rolling and then they get get off the pull-up bar then they kick up into a 50-foot handstand walk and then then they go and squat clean 315 or whatever, and it's like yeah. the only thing that they could poke the hole in is that kipping pull up. Yeah, their their squat clean may have been shitty form, or you know whatever. Like, but it's just funny that that's the only thing they can poke a hole in out of everything we do, right? Yeah. Hundreds of movements, hundreds of things, and they one out of hundreds. It's just it feels like, like uh, it feels like what it, what you end up being is average at everything in CrossFit. You're yeah. you're an okay weightlifter. You are uh, okay at the gymnastics you've been exposed to. And then when it, something stupid and new comes, like the crossovers, people just figure it out in like a half hour. And now, mm-hmm. now you're doing crossovers. Like you've never done one in your life. You're like, all right. Aside yeah, from I, the the equipment. Well, yeah. I, I I have I have some opinions about the stupid crossovers and needing a heavier rope and all this other stuff. And people just weren't prepared, but. Well, I think everybody feels that way. I think it's it's stupid if you need to buy a beaded rope just to do a fucking movement or like if that you don't maybe you don't need to buy one, but if it's going to help you be more successful in it. But on the other side, I think it's pretty fucking cool that exactly what you said, you hear about a movement and you learn it in 30 minutes after that because yeah, you're you, adapted you see to it. learning shit. Right. Yeah. We've we've done harder <clears throat> things than that already and you're always there's always the next movement, the next movement. And I'm 3 years in and now I for me, my target is lots of muscle ups in a row on the rings. Like right. that's that's what I want to do, and so that's what I'm going to work on. Exactly. And then we've talked about this before, but it's always <laughs> as soon as you get something figured out and dialed in, you're like, all right, well, I'm shit at this, so we got to start over. And yep. then you pick a new movement. Yeah, a, you'll always find out battle. that. 
You'll always find out that you're shit at CrossFit at every turn. Welcome to CrossFit. Well, you'll never be good enough, dude. That's that's right. Um, real quick, I'm gonna we're gonna talk about that, but also going back to like learning something really quickly, like the the crossovers. How many people have never tried to do a wall facing handstand push up, and then the quarterfinals they popped up, and then they like, well, I know how to do a strict handstand push up. I know how to do a wall walk. Let's just see what happens. You kick up into it, and I, like me, for example, I did five, and I've never done one before. Like that was pretty cool, and I wouldn't have been able to fucking do that if I've never practiced these other fundamentals of doing a strict handstand push up, kicking up into a wall, doing a wall walk, right? Like, so it was cool to be able to learn something new, even though I never practiced it before. So yeah, like, no, it's, 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 I would say that CrossFit kind of teaches you how to learn athleticism. I don't know if that's the right way to word that, but you slowly become more adaptable. Your body, like you get better control of your body, essentially. Like you're able to think about what you want your body to do and then find a way to execute that. And the more that you're adapted to this movement, that movement, learning how to snatch and then squat snatch and be able to alternate between the two, like your body gets good at changing things up, different patterns. Yeah, adapt and overcome. It's sweet. Which then you apply to real world life, real world shit. <laughs> you're you're faced with some task in front of you, or you have to figure out how to move this couch, and you're by yourself, or you have to figure out how to get up off the ground, and you're 82, and you're having a heart attack, and you can do a burpee so you can get up off the ground. Yeah, I actually saw that's it. I want to bring that up really quick. Um, have you do you follow the CrossFit book on Instagram? I don't. If not. I'll have to check it out. If not, you should. And this, all, all you listeners should follow the CrossFit book too. Um, it's a lot of like great Glassman videos and stuff, but there okay, was this so. one right here. This is, this is badass. It might be really loud. I'm going to have to figure out it. All right. Just going blind, dude. I'm going to show you this. So th this is the burpee. This is kind of where I got that idea from. But just watch this. Really quiet. See if you can turn the volume up on it. Oh, can you hear? I can hear oh. it a little bit, yeah. Oh, is it just super it's really, quiet? It's really quiet, yeah. But it has the subs. Well, here, because I can hear it pretty loud. That's a good... No, I need to... Yeah, no, the melon thing. we got to figure out the volume on it. Well, <clears throat> hold that thought. Let's see. Okay, so that doesn't have a volume thing, a slider. What I can do is... Because it's, it's really like... It's not super loud on my end, but it's like decently loud. But if you can't hear it as loud as mine is, then I can just bump it up here. This should this should change it here. Tell me. Is this louder now? Did that it do is, it? It, it, it's not pulling audio from... I don't know where it's pulling audio from. It might be from your headphones, honestly. I don't think it's pulling the audio from the window. Okay, well, I'm going to turn this one back down. Okay. Well, this is a good little trial and error thing, man. Turn yeah, we'll this. figure it out. Because, yeah, I won't be able to really hear this shit. Uh, Lindsay says she can't hear. Okay, Lindsay, thank you for the confirmation. Why can't I? Yeah, that's so weird. There, let's throw the Google up real quick. Window up. God damn it. Sorry for the 
No, we'll figure it out. Window mm. audio on. Sorry, listeners. Melon. What if I... Hold on, I got an idea. Let's try this one. Does this, did this make it louder? Did that do anything? It, it went up a little bit, I think. But, like, not enough? I can barely hear it, but I, if you don't have headphones on, I don't think you'll be able to hear it. Okay, so then that's not that's not that didn't do anything. Damn it! We'll figure it out for next time. There should just be a volume slider right here for this screen here, but there isn't, and there's no volume control for it, which is fucked. So it's like, <laughs> that's my like, setup OBS with Melon. It's <sighs> volume mixer, Google Chrome. Oh yeah, look and see if you can find. Well, the that's what I did. Under so... Melon. It's just Google Chrome. Like I have Google Chrome here and I have it turned down. I turned that one up originally. But then you said it didn't do anything. So it it didn't change it. Let's try one more thing. I don't thing. know. All Let's right. try one more thing. Let's see if this does anything. Does Wait it till it goes away and get to it's That's loud. better? That's it and it's loud. Like, re like really loud? It's loud. Like too loud. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's, so aggra it's aggressive. Okay, so I'll turn it down now. Okay. The phone or still really get loud. Back up. Maybe like a half of what it was. What about up, right? And what is it? It's super quieter. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm, I'm messing around with different things. Okay, no, so then good, we want to go. So I like Chrome is on fucking. Here, I'll turn it to four. It's at okay. four now. Go That's to ground. Fine. Get back up. That's fine. It's a little loud, but it's it's not bad. What the fuck? That's crazy that it's. <clears throat> There's got to be one more thing that I can change here. But I don't know what it would be. I don't know. Let's bump that one up. I'm gonna try one more thing. Share screen. I'm gonna try one more thing. Figuring it out on the fly. We're just talking about this. That's right, dude. What if I just go share entire screen? Let's see. How's this sound? It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Audio's completely gone now. What the hell is this shit, dude? <laughs> so maybe you, maybe you can't hear it as good. That's Lindsay. fine. That's all right. Well, okay. I don't need well, to hear it. All right. Sorry, listeners. I'm going to start this over. And we're going to listen to this. Okay. The burpee that he's doing here, that's not the burpee that we're doing at the games. Um, what we're doing here, and here's the, here's the critical value of it, you feel a little lightheaded, right? Is that a problem for, for a senior? Huge problem. And so, you know, one obvious thing is, oh, wow, you know, sit down. But what if you're in the middle of the room? It hits you all of a sudden. Well, I think you want to be able to do this. I think you want to be able to go to ground in a controlled way prone out, wait till it goes away and get to the phone or get back up, right? And what is that? It's a burpee. Go to ground, get back up. And if we practice that, what we're practicing is that marginal capacity to go to ground and to stand. And that will be never more valuable than that when that moment of vertigo comes that plagues seniors. Pretty cool, huh? That's awesome. And I think yeah. that's actually the cool part about the original modality of CrossFit. 
Oh, exactly. Yes, that was my original point until the fucking audio issues. But is that you're faced with some real world scenario where you're a senior as he's talking to these these people and right you get vertigo and you get lightheaded dizzy you're in the middle of the room you go to the floor and you get up you just did a burpee right or you have to like i said you got to move a couch or you have to figure out this shit it's just like you gotta pivot man adapt and overcome dude it's awesome um where are we going with that i don't remember other than that Mm, we're talking about movement finding weaknesses and strengths oh yeah so oh yeah so that's what it is is right once you start getting good at something or you start putting your attention towards one thing in crossfit then now you're lacking in the other area in another area or other areas so you start working on your snatch and then now you need to work on ring muscle ups or you need to do more conditioning yeah, and then Lindsay's start... watching right now, and that's, that's the pull-up grind happened from from no pull-ups to pull-ups. That just happened, right. I think. Yeah, and that um, that's another part of it is like being newer in CrossFit, or um, I always tell people to get a baseline of everything. Like, try to be able to do at least one of everything. So, do you can do one ring muscle up, even if it's shit and it takes you a bunch of attempts, but like you get one. You can do one handstand push-up or like assuming you built up the prerequisites, right? You don't just jump into a butterfly pull-up if you can't do a strike pull-up or whatever. But I always tell people to get be able to do one of everything. That way when something pops up in a workout and it's something hard, you can at least do one of them and get a better score or whatever it is than somebody who didn't practice that and then you then you like build a baseline you have this foundation then you work on getting two ring muscle ups or two handstand push-ups or two butterfly pull-ups yep and then things that used to be weaknesses become strengths and vice versa yep you're late to the party that's okay Lindsay. thanks for being here came in from a run yeah how was your run and how far was it and dustin you want to go running no (laughs) you love running dude it's cold man i'm good i'm good i wanted to go golfing but when they canceled golfing, that canceled running. What do you hate? Okay. Do you hate running more than anything? If it comes to like fitness or exercise or is there something else? No, I hate. Oh, for exercise. Yeah. Like is running your worst, your most hated movement? Yeah, probably. It just bugs my, it just bugs my knees. 3.86 miles. That's uh, that's awesome, but also really fucking random. She's on Strava right now, looking at it. There oh, you go. four minutes run, two minutes walks. Okay, that's why. That was the total okay. distance. I was like, okay. you go for a run, you're like, yeah, we'll stop here, 3.86. <laughs> yeah, right exactly. Here. Well, I, I guess. I uh, I used to run around my neighborhood, and it was like that. I'd, Strava would clock me at like yeah. 2.9 or something. What was your last Strava run? It's been years. Yeah, before. Since COVID? Before CrossFit, COVID? Yeah. Oh I would say God. before CrossFit. Mine. Morning run, November twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. I'll I'll check it. I'll check it out. We'll look. My yeah, my last run that was logged on Strava, November twenty fifth, two thousand twenty one was three point one miles. I don't know why I did that. My last run was actually June eighteenth, twenty twenty two. Oh, I know what this is. I was running with Trucky, three point two five miles, nine minute miles. Nice. I know that's good. Um. And yeah, exactly. Lindsay called Lobble for your gobble. Yeah, that's what this was. This was the turkey, the Thanksgiving 5K last year. I did it. So I guess I did it again. I didn't Strava, the other one. 
dude, I that was a deep. I ran a 707-minute mile You average. were hauling ass, man. And that was right after we did that workout, too. Yeah, it was right after. Yeah, the 5K. This was my first 5K. I ran it in seven, uh, 707 average mile. Like, it's not bad. And that's CrossFit. Bad, that's dude. actually a, a good point to bring up. That's fucking CrossFit. I didn't once train for the 5K. It was oh, like, hey, no. we're going to do this 5K on Thanksgiving. We got the group together. We also did some fucking brutal-ass workout beforehand. <laughs> Yeah. When you guys went to go running, we left. Me and Allie went to go eat. That's right. JP left. Um, that was enough. And, the, dude, I, I didn't train to run. I didn't do any 5Ks. I didn't do anything extra. I just sent the 5K and ran a 22, was it 22 minutes and 10 seconds, I think. It's pretty yeah. fast, dude. 707 average. I was, I was pretty well, proud of that, especially my first 5K runner, ever. Yeah. Which sucks because I don't fucking like running. So it sucks that I'm okay at it because it hurts. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I can. I, I guess can I guess that applies to even if you suck at it because it hurts you no matter what. Like, because yeah. it hurt your pace hurts. It's all relative, but but then I like have this expectation for myself that's like, well, I ran a seven oh seven average. I gotta hold that pace now. It's like fuck. I just want to go slow. Yeah. Well, that's the CrossFit thing. Once you've done something. Now you can never do it slower than that ever again. Like your yeah, brain right. won't let you. Yeah, not not by choice anyway. Or like no. obviously if you don't have the ability to. Yeah, but your brain's net. Like if you if you've done Fran in five minutes, you'll never go. You'll never be happy if you ever do Fran longer than five minutes. Did you again. did you RX Fran when when it was programmed like the one time? <laughs> I don't what happened, remember, man? Uh, I was brand new, dude. I don't know. That don't was know. in like June. It was like right after COVID ended, right? Or like, or it was still during it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the gym like just opened a couple months after. Let me see if there's a logged benchmark for Fran. I want to say that. I don't have a logged benchmark for Fran. Me neither. I don't remember why. I remember it being programmed, but I don't remember why I didn't didn't do it. I probably just didn't log my score. I was like brand new. Yeah, I don't. You might not have even known how to or had sugar. Yeah, back there. I don't think I had sugar wad yet. We're doing crossovers on Tuesday, by the way. You see that? I saw that. Well, Warrior is. I'm I'm doing double hunters on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm all set, man. Crossovers. I'm put. I'm putting my foot down on the crossovers, dude. The only um, thing I or like I will say I like the crossovers being put out now is because <clears throat> now it'll give. Well, they're on Warrior this week for us, but. You throw that in for build or you throw it in as an option other than single unders. That way people don't just – not an option. It's either you do crossovers yeah. for build or you learn double unders, you know, something like that. Yeah. Because there's just constant – the battle between people never trying to get better and learn double unders. So at least like well, now you're doing crossovers and those arguably could be harder for you depending on your ability. Yeah, I I agree with that. I, <clears throat> I, I kicked around the idea of looking at it a heavier rope and I just thought to myself I don't want to waste money on equipment that I'm not You shouldn't have use. to be doing that. No, I don't. I have my old rope. It's a little heavier than my speed rope. My speed rope it moves real fast. Like I it's not so good for the crossovers. No, eventually, that's what I, what eventually I, mean is, I can get it, but not yet. That's what I mean though. You what I mean is not you shouldn't be doing that. I mean you shouldn't have to like the fact that you need a different jump rope or like it's gonna help you is fucking stupid. You should yeah. be able to do it with your normal rope or whatever, not have to go buy a different different jump rope. So that was that's the thing what I mean. That I thought with Bosman doing the demo with the beaded rope, like I, that. Yeah, exactly. That was kind of that, the trigger point for me already, like yep. right out of the gate. 
Yeah, he's not even doing it with a fucking RPM like everybody he knows, else would be. Yeah, he knows that 99.9% of CrossFitters own a speed rope, and then all of a sudden he's pulling this rope out of his magic trick Playground box. shit, dude. He went and grabbed that from elementary school down the street. He literally took that from a little girl down the <laughs> street like, and used it. Hey, can I borrow this? His neighbor, <laughs> his neighbor's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, sure, Boz. Why do you need to borrow this four-year-old jump rope? Well, it's just for the CrossFit games. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the quarterfinals. If we're going to yeah. need this. You oh, think cr- double under crossovers pop up again this year? Probably, I right? Do. I do. And not only that, I was going to ask you. So what what else is going to be there? Like last year in the semis and the games, there was a, there was a lot, an awful lot of strongman stuff. What do you think? <sighs> yeah. What's going to be different or what do you see coming back? Or do you have anything that stands out after seeing the programming so far that you think is going to be like, this is what's going to happen? Um... Or is there something you just want to see come back? So come back, I actually, I don't know anything that's like not, like, what do you mean by come back? It hasn't been in the games for a while or like. So here was a, here was a cool one that it rained, but they had an event and they altered it, but they had an event where it was like, you pushed a a tank and you unloaded the tank and you did work like the little cart or whatever, like the electrical. It's called the alpaca, that one last year. Yeah. Where you had to push everything. You were supposed to do rope climbs in that and that workout would have gotten nasty. But they took the rope out because it was raining. But I would love to see a right. workout like that again. That, When you look at it, it looked really cool. And then it oh, ended okay. up being stupid because nobody had to do rope climbs. And it was just a, whoever was physically beefy and strong just blew through the event. Well, then you have somebody like Danny Spiegel who was so stoked that that happened because she would have probably gotten oh yeah 30-something place instead of she got like yeah, didn't she, she like win or second something. or something like that? Yeah, she yeah. was like way up there. Was it alpaca? Because she, did, because she didn't have to do I think it was legless rope climbs too. Yeah, it's called the alpaca. That was alpaca, a cool workout. CrossFit games. Individual. Rogue created a sled just exact, specifically for that workout. That, that The sled where you load it and you put the kettlebells on. Yeah, you're right. Two legless, two legless, two legless. That would have been rough. Let me pull it up so we can like look at it here. Too. Um, so that's what you mean by come back. In that case, yeah, I would agree with that. I think that that was that's a cool workout. Um, yeah, just do you see what else is going to come out randomly? There you go. Like so, Lindsay said she wants to see a hero wad at the games again. Um, that would be cool. It'd be cool if it was a different hero wad than just Murph again. They've done Murph a handful of times, but if they did something like. Fuck, I don't know. Loose. I know that's a pretty cool one. Actually, I just saw they were doing that on .com. Um, I'll pull that up here, but we can talk about the alpaca, but I have loose here ready. Um, yeah, the alpaca. Sorry, I was thinking. I thought, yeah, this is a cool workout, and it was new, and I think a lot of people enjoyed watching it. I think a lot of people enjoyed doing it. But obviously, the rain change that factor and then yeah, they're like oh we're just gonna kettlebell cut clean it. And jerks that was yeah it was just it. like and it yeah it completely changed the workout which sucked i think the workout as written is badass and awesome but like when it, it completely made it a different workout when the rain happened obviously you can't control the the conditions but um yeah can you imagine like calsu at 185 125 dude, that would be sick just watch somebody hurt real bad for time. I wonder how fast people would do that. 
It's thirty. Wait, wait, it's a hundred, right? Yeah, it's Kelsey, it's, it's, it's a hundred, hundred burpees. It's four time, one hundred burpees every minute no, on the minute. It's a hundred thrusters with every minute on the minute five burpees. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, hundred thrusters for time every minute on the minute. Do five burpees. Yeah, if they did it at one eighty five, one thirty five, that hurt a lot. I see. I mean, honestly, right. they might even have to go heavier. For the games athletes. So the only issue with workouts like that is for viewing. Yeah, that's true. It it can be boring for people or it's like, it's not a cool spectacle, but I don't think every workout has to be a cool spectacle. I think sometimes the test, like they did a marathon row and did people sit there for four hours, some or three or four hours, some did, but like, was it a necessary test? I mean, maybe for that year. So it's like, I don't think it always has to be a spectacle. I could see them doing something like loose right there with another workout, like, Back to back. Yeah, so I I want to say they did this workout at Wadapalooza 2019 or something. And they, and they let's just find out. Lose Wadapalooza 2019, I think. Sanctional. Yeah, the Wadapalooza Sanctional Wad 2019 to 2020, they did. Oh, they changed the muscle-ups for the girls. That was the only difference. They, they made it seven. Okay. But otherwise, same workout. But actually, no, oh no, they no, they did change it. So loose normally is three rounds. This was a one rounder. Oh, the oh, elite division. But I want three. I want to think that they really. Fuck yeah. about this. This is from the. Here. So Wadapalooza, they did it. In, okay. Oh yeah, it does. It is three rounds right here. Okay, so same thing. Yep. So this like if they like brought this in or something like this, the, like this would be a sick workout. Yeah, fucking sure. weighted muscle ups, dude. I, I tried to do, I could do one when I was fucking around with it. That they're so hard. That'd be a nasty workout. That'd be cool. It would be cool to see something that's not just Murph. Yeah, exactly. But then the same point. I mean, they haven't done Murph in six years. I think twenty sixteen is the last time they did it. So like, do they throw it back in? Seven years now. Um, uh, so what do I want to see come back? Like the alpaca, I do. I like that. I think that's cool. I want to see something like, I liked like the skill medley in essence. I didn't like that. They just like, all right, you got to do double under crossovers. And if you don't do one, you're out of it. Or if you fuck up one little thing, like it wasn't a test of fitness. It was a test of execution. And if you fucked up the execution, you didn't get to move on to actually t- try out the new move. So like only a handful of people made it to their double under crossovers to even try it and practice or showcase their skill ability for it just because they fucked up a unbroken pistol yes. or Sing- whatever. Single unders happen Tia. Yeah. Or single unders. <laughs> yeah. She won the games and didn't get through the first round of that event. Yeah. And so I think like that is a cool idea to have, skill and then speed right and then skill and then speed like based off of speed and stuff but like i didn't like that if you if you didn't make it to the next one then you didn't even get to do the new movement like to try it and it was a brand new movement right it was different if they're like if they introduced the crossover double under crossovers at the semifinals and everybody had already done them but it was like hey you guys here's the newest movement and if you make it through the first two rounds then you get to practice it Lindsay says, but at that level, they should be able to execute single unders. I think that was the point of the workout, like to your point. 
Yeah. That they were going to weed people out for making one mistake, pressure and execution. Yeah, it's like, well, how do you go fast, as fast as you can and risk fucking up? Or do you slow it down and not have much risk, but then you let somebody beat you because they went faster than you? So it's like you got to ride that line, but... Yeah. I don't know. I uh, That'd be cool to see, is if they did something like that again, but changed it somehow. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't a fan of the that option. Um, I really liked... I think everybody liked the... The Capitol too. That was cool to see. That that was especially a neat if event. if you were there in person, like that just looks so badass. Yeah, the people rallying behind who was that? The last one, uh, Fusele. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. That'd be a cool energy to be part of. Even if you can't pick that bag up, you're still gonna try. Yeah, and look at her, dude. She's she's like a fucking CrossFit hero from that. <laughs> like, her, I I don't know her following beforehand, but it was like, you know, very few, and now she's huge yeah she's a little girl too because she finished that and she didn't give up and everybody like Uh, it was just it showed the heart to just be able to do it it was cool that was the hosafel stone or whatever it's supposed to mimic that's almost as big as she is that's that's rough yeah fuck yeah yeah because she's 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 tiny she's small like uh mal she's tiny yeah yeah i think mal is 127 or something 130 I wanted to see Rebecca's number. Doesn't say. I think she's. I want to say she has. She's probably one twenty-five, one thirty or so. Yeah, that sounds right. That's like that's that's like that's so impressive. Like not only Rebecca, but like Mal and Tia are tiny and they lift fucking insane weight still. <laughs> they lift more than us. So right. I'm, well, I'm, only yeah. Not only do they lift more <laughs> than us, but like you know some of the bigger girls, Danny Spiegel. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Wells are like the 150. I think Danny Spiegel is up to closer to 170, but like, and she's strong as fuck. <clears throat> but then you have Malatia who are 30 pounds less and like lifting fairly close numbers. It's Absolutely impressive and insane. Crazy to think about. Oh man! So we we're talking about hero wads. Yeah. Um, how do you approach a hero odd mentally? Like, I mean, really the whole, the whole spectrum of like the implication of what is the reason for it. How do you get yourself in a, in the correct mindset for a hero odd? Cause you look at it and you're like, it's absolute shit. You, you see it and you're like, I don't want to do this even a little bit. So then how do you get yourself there? So I think you have to remember why you're doing it right so that's the process of like okay we're doing this hero workout because this person is no longer here would they wish that they could be doing this workout even though it's fucking terrible fuck yeah right they wish no matter how hard this workout is that person wishes they could be doing it too and it's like yeah this workout's hard but it's gonna end and then i'm gonna in 10 minutes i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna walk around and I'm going to feel fine or, and I'm going to feel good about doing it. Right. <laughs> yeah, you might yeah. hurt all weekend, but you're, yeah, you're you, going to feel accomplished. Exactly. Yeah. And you're, you're exactly that you literally survived and that person didn't survive. And you, and you got to remember that and take like a little inventory of your mindset and yeah, it's going to be fucking hard and, but you get to live another day. 
And that's the, that's the meaning behind the hero workout in general, right? Is to honor that person and to, no matter how hard the workout is or how bad it gets, it's, are you alive still? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Then it's not a big deal. No, absolutely. Don't, don't, don't be a fucking bitch. Just do the workout. We always focus on like Murph and we prep for Murph and we get really excited about Murph, but there's a lot of hero workouts and there's a, a lot of reasons to remember why it's important. Yep. I don't yeah. know, my dad, my dad served seeing people at like the Vietnam Memorial, seeing that stuff. I understand the mindset of knowing where your friends aren't here anymore. You can literally point to it on a wall. So if you, if you can do that, you can remember how to dig deep for 32 minutes of an AMRAP. Yep. Yeah. And just, you just fucking do it. Right. Cause it's not about you too. That's, that's another thing people need to realize is it's <laughs> yeah. not about you doing the workout. Nobody cares that it hurts. Or that you're, you can't breathe, right? Everyone doing it feels the same way. Yeah, they all true. they're all hurting. They can't breathe too. So just do it. I I don't know. It's like, so my mindset going into it is that is realizing like, yeah, I'm gonna be fine after I complete it. I'm gonna feel good about it, accomplished. But just like, does that person that you're doing the hero workout for to remember them? Do they wish they were alive with you doing it right beside you? Fuck yeah, they do. So do but, you coach that? That's do you do you express that to your class on a hero workout days? I I try to, yeah, I I uh, I do. I always try to give a little like a, a little heartfelt speech before we start that like, basically saying just that you know today is not about you. It is about Michael Murphy or it's about Randy or it's about you know insert hero here. It's about Ed on Friday when we're gonna do there it for the gym, right? Um, so I try to give a little speech on it or a little reminder. Um, that yeah it's going to be hard you're going to want to give up you're going to want to stop or whatever it is the 9-11 workout that's one the 9-11 workout is I can honestly say it's the hardest workout I've ever done our our 9-11 workout is awful yeah our 9-11 workout that we do um, that we've done I think the last three or four years at Double Edge is by far the hardest workout I've ever done yeah I agree um, and I think a lot of people would agree with that it's fucked up <laughs> I haven't even gotten uh, close to finishing yet. It puts me in the dirt within 15, 20 minutes. It, it's bad. I just remember doing the fucking burpee box jump overs. Like, <laughs> and I'm pretty good at burpee box jump overs, right? Like, I usually don't stop moving. And I remember I would lay on the ground for five seconds before I would get up. And that, that I usually don't do that. I'm usually like, I don't have to go super fast all the time on burpee box jump overs. But like, I remember I would lay on, I'd lay on the floor, stare at my box, and be like, what the fuck? This hurts so fucking bad. I just um, the grief burpee is yeah is exactly all there. Feeling sorry for yourself, um, <laughs> and that's another part of it, right? Is you start to feel sorry for yourself. But going back to it, like other than the nine eleven, is like I so I try to give a heartfelt speech and be like, yeah, it's gonna be hard. Blah blah blah. You know those things. Not blah blah blah, but it's gonna be hard. You're gonna want to give up. But then I also try to remind them, like at the end of the day, it's just another workout. Yeah, we do hard workouts all the time. We do, they might not be as hard as this, but we do them every day. Every day is a hard workout. You come in and I say the same type of speech for like with hard workouts when people get all nervous and I get nervous too, but like for the open, yeah, right? the open rolls around and everyone's all nervous and I'm trying to like, I like try It's just another workout. It's that's it. Yeah. There's a little bit more meaning to it or like you have a leaderboard or your score, but like at the end of the day, it's just another one. Every day you come in and it's fucking hard. Some days are harder as hard than as you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And 
but just remembering the meaning behind it too is uh and why we're doing it and checking in with yourself and trying to have fun with it too like yeah. enjoy it while you can and enjoy it while you're doing it take pride in knowing that you're fucking doing this hard workout this you're suffering through this this task that's very hard take pride in knowing that you're not going to give up and that you are going to push through you're going to see it through to the end and you're not going to walk in and look at the the whiteboard and be like, ah, fuck that. I'm not doing that today and walk out. Like, how weak can you be if you look at that and you then don't do it? You know, whatever it is. Um, I think we just need a, a reminder sometimes for, for sure everybody to get on the same page. that The reason for the hero workout is it's bigger than the workout. Yeah, well said. And then, yeah, like, I don't know. This is a kind of a morbid question, but speaking of hero workouts, if you, what would your hero workout be? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. See, that's the thing is that you don't, you don't get to pick your own hero workout. Yeah. Well, what do you think people would write your hero workout as? That's kind of, fuck, that's kind of scary to say. Yeah. Like. Um, I think that if somebody had to write my hero workout, it'd be Chris because she knows what I like and don't like. Yeah. So it's and, like. I can guarantee you it is heavy deadlifts, assault bite, and bar muscle-ups. It, Whatever horrible concoction of reps and calories that would end up being. Something like 225 deadlift, 50, so 50 cals on the bike, 50 deadlifts, and uh, whatever, maybe 50 pull-ups. And then you go down to 40, 40, 40 of cals deadlifts and chest to bar and then 30 30 30 of cows deadlifts and muscle ups or something just awful like that because that's pretty much my favorite things in crossfit the assault bike any sort of deadlift workout whether it's heavy or just a crap ton of reps and i love bar muscle ups i like pull-ups i like toes to bar i like basic gymnastics what's yours fuck i don't know but yours hold on yours yours sounds <laughs> good dude i um yeah, yours sounds awful. And I would, yeah, I'd say the same thing for you. Heavy deadlifts. Either heavy or a lot. It doesn't yeah, make heavy a or a lot, yeah. A thousand deadlifts at 315. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Honestly, it might be something like that. Just a hundred deadlifts at 315 for time. Is a hundred enough? I feel like a hundred is not enough. Or even 150. Dude, well, that's it, it, many well, I mean, it would be a lot for, I guess, the average person or like us it, or me. That would That would be spirit breaking for people. Let's, say, uh, let's say you're doing 100 at 315 tomorrow. What do you What do you do? You just do tens, probably, right? Ten sets of ten, yeah. Yeah. Would you be worried about tens as a ten? Yeah, that'd be bad. Get dicey at like 60. Yeah, I think it would go a lot like um, you know, when you go into Murph and you're gonna break up the pull ups and you always have a good plan and the plan goes to shit at around 55. Yeah. It's it's gonna be the same thing. Like you're gonna have a plan and then it's gonna go to hell. I think you end up in like five, four, three, two, one territory at the end of that. Yeah. Dude, a hundred dollars, three fifteen. Oh, that, that has to be a workout. But um, let's catch up. Lindsay says I'm in until chest to bar and muscle ups, but I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, codes, codes, hero workout. I want to hear what you say first. Hundred ninety-eight. What is this? Oh, hundred ninety-eight. Oh, no, nineteen eighty-eighty-four. That's too many. <laughs> Somebody die like that. That's not. A what good about look. what about you have to something that would like I just thought about that. This is like 1984. It's a tall. 
uh, high number is like you have to lift 1984 pounds for cumulative lo- cum- cumulative cumulative load or something I mean, like that's, so. that's but seven, not that's seven reps at 315 <laughs> you're right oh yeah much. it's not that heavy here right. not enough when you put it that way it's yeah. yeah okay how about you can only do one of each movement that would be sick so you that do a deadlift at, you do a deadlift at 405 and then you move on to a snatch and whatever. Uh, yeah, a snatch at 185 and then That'd like, be fun. something like that would be interesting. You'd get into some dicey stuff. It'd be like your total but it, like with everything. And you could That'd do one cool. every every movement so then you get through the barbell like you know you did your bench and all your all that stuff <laughs> and you got like 1300 pounds and you grab a dumbbell, you do a dumbbell snatch at 80 or something and then you do yeah. a dumbbell strict press at yeah, I don't know. Honestly, that sounds like a fun time. That'd be cool. I'm in, I'm in on that. Oh man, mine would be just like it would definitely be handstand walks. Whoever writes it for me, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's one. That's obviously one of my favorite moves. I don't know something about them; they're just so fun. Like, I don't know why. I like I like gymnastics, and it's funny because everybody—not everybody—but I've been asked multiple times if I was like a gymnast, and like I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck, I wish I was." Like, I'm not that good, but everyone's like, "Dude, you're just like you move so well on the bar and the rings," and like I appreciate the comment, but it's like. I don't think I move that well, but um, I don't know. I just enjoy it so much. So I guess that's why I'm decent at it is because I really like it. But it'd be a lot of gymnastics, a lot of burpees, um, like a lot of like burpee box jump overs and handstand walking and like bar muscle ups or something. I was thinking uh, if I had to write something for you, it would be thrusters at a light weight for a lot of reps, handstand walks and bar facing burpees or burpee box jump overs. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Something really painful and you have to actually be able to get through the handstand walks. Yeah. That's that yeah. that is morbid. But see that's the fun it's, thing. It is. Your your birthday wads, that's what you get to practice with. Are you yeah, changing your birthday rod this year? You no, I'll keep I'll keep it the same as what as this year now. So I changed it from last year because it was just like a, it was a 28 minute EMOM of, I think it was like it was muscle skills. ups and GHDs yeah. and stuff, which I it, well, obviously those are my favorites, but like it wasn't something that you could measure. I think you did total rounds complete because it was it had rings or something. Yeah, I did, but if you can't do a ring muscle up, and you've been going to CrossFit for five years, and you're not trying to get a ring muscle up, you're not going to get one next year. That's true. It would be for the people who tried. And so I was like, I wanted to, so I changed it this year to have like a retestability to it. And, um, and I, everybody seemed to like it, which was cool. I fucking hated it. Like I liked it, but it was hard as fuck. I had arm pump on. I was worried like on my last couple, my last couple, uh, devil's press that the dumbbell was going to like fly out of my hand. <laughs> like I couldn't hang on to it anymore. It was grippy. Yeah. That's a good workout. So yeah, I'll keep that. And that'd be cool to retest for next year too. Like uh, that. But yeah, that's a good point. You do get to practice with your birthday ones. Yeah, there it is. Get get to run some ideas out there. You could write, dude. You could write in your will your hero or your memorial <laughs> workout. Like, we keep calling it a hero yeah. workout. I guess that's a memorial workout. But it is a memorial workout. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not heroes, but um, yeah, you could write. You you have your will, and it's like this is so morbid. Fuck. <laughs> It's too far, but, man. But you're reading it. It's like yeah. for Co- Cody requests, everyone at class does this. It's like you've got your gravestone and you've got your your final workout, your parting, your parting yep. shot. 
that's hard. Like that's not just daily programming. That's programming. That's that's programming the one perfect workout. Yep. That's a lot of responsibility where you look at for what's coming up this week. Yeah. Somebody had to sit down and write that, and that's hard. Yeah, so like I'm pretty sure Jacob sat down with Derek. I think he sat down with Wayne. He sat down with Joaquin. People close to Ed, I think those were probably the three closest or the three people that he sat down with, and they talked about like you know, movements that he liked and didn't like. I know the double unders are in there because he hated double unders and he sucked at them. I know that. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what Jacob funny. told me, which that's is funny. funny. So that's why they're in there for Friday. Um, but yeah, like that's a good, it was a good topic to bring up is like, cause we're doing one here, you know, it's a local or a one close to us hero Memorial workout, but um, just yeah, why, you just have man. to, exactly. Like, and it, it hits a little more closer to home to us, obviously, because of us knowing Abraham going to our gym and um, whatnot. But like, if someone was dropping in on Friday and they're like, oh, we're doing a hero workout for this guy named Ed, they're not going to be like, oh, I'm not doing that. I didn't know Ed, right? They would do it anyway. Just like, we don't know Michael Murphy. We don't know Cal Sue. We don't know uh, Randy. Yeah, we do it anyway, DT, though. man. <laughs> we don't know DT, do right? Oh, but exactly. Like, um, but you do it because it's that reason of the memorial, and because it's that's the whole point of it. So, like, you it hits closer to home. I guess my whole point is like, you don't have to know the person for it to mean something to you, or for you to honor them or pay respects. I actually think that's one of the cooler things that CrossFit does is uh, it's hero workout, memorial workout, whatever you want to call it. It's just cool to see. And then even on .com sometimes, you'll see uh, they'll name a workout after an athlete. Like, they'll do like a workout Tia Kutumi, and it'll be things that she's good at or whatever, and it'll be up there for people to do, log their scores. Yeah, I know Morning Chalk Up does that. I think they have a weekly Maybe that's every... what it is, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. That's probably what you're thinking up. of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they write one, I think, every uh, every week, maybe every couple of days where they will showcase Tia Kutumi or, you know, who, yeah, exactly. Whomever. Yeah. Which is cool. But I don't know. You just got to remember why you're doing it. And that goes for any workout, right? Like, yeah, you don't have to get all deep if it's just a normal class workout or like a normal day, but remember why you're doing it, right? Ask yourself that. And you're doing a normal class workout and you want to give up. It's like, so does everybody else, <laughs> right? You look around yeah. and you're like, oh, these guys are still going. I'll keep going. I talked about that before, but. Yeah, it's finding your why. That's important. Find it's important why. if you're going to find a way to keep going to the gym. Exactly. Finding your why is important. And honestly, if you're able to find your why for something like taking care of yourself, it's a lot easier to find your why for things you don't want to do. Like at work, everybody has things they don't want to do. Yeah, but you do it anyway. You have to. Do it anyway, dude. And you can't take care of other people if you take care of yourself first. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. What's uh, what's going on with your CrossFit journey? Hmm. Where, where 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 are you at currently? So my goal is to make the quarterfinals when I age up into the forty to forty four because I don't think I can make it next year, but we'll try. I was at eighty one percent this year, but so now we're starting to fill in the holes. Mobility is one of them because there's still things that I can't do. Uh. Dumbbell squat snatch. 
strong enough. I just can't physically hold that position with anything past like 35 pounds. Can you overhead squat it? If you, oh, get, you yeah. can get in no, position I, and then if I can hold it. it up. I can, I have no problems with that. My problem is getting <clears throat> into position. Like so catch, lo- catching it in the squat or getting down there. Yeah. Losing yeah. the dumbbell is the problem. It just goes forward. Uh, so that, and then, um, I'm starting to get to the point where I've checked the box on being able to do one of everything. And now I need okay. to get better at doing more of everything. Like ring muscle ups, for example, is a big one building capacity on gymnastics. So this week we did that EMOM on Friday in our uh, class, which was supposed to be one to five bar muscle ups. And I alternated two ring muscle ups. And that's kind of the goal for this year is to be able to see a workout in the open and then execute ring muscle ups. A good, you know, a good spot to be in is when you look at a workout and you're like not worried about it because of not being able to do the movement. Yeah. I think that, um, this year was the first time I'm starting to see workouts where I'm not worried about the weight on the bar or the movements anymore. I'm confident I can do them all. And then it's more about thinking about how I want to handle it and developing a game plan to like manage my heart rate and things I didn't have to think about before. Yeah. Like you get a lot of confidence when you can, when you can look at a workout and be like, yeah, that's heavy, but at least I can do it. Or yeah, that's a lot of reps, but at least I can do a couple or I can chip away at it. Like, and that's why I always tell people like try to get a baseline like like you just said right you can do one of everything or you're close to it and then you work on it you work on the next part which is getting more reps or getting more comfortable with that weight or hitting it at that weight more consistently Lucas yeah like that, uh, that's the dream yeah it's it's still the dream I promise our workout together for everybody on, yeah we the workout we did together on Saturday was a good example of that I didn't know how doing muscle ups that that fatigue would go and there's only one way to find out, so we're uh, you got to keep building. So what's on? Okay, you made the quarterfinals and you didn't even do the workouts. So yeah. what is? Why? Why not? I'm gonna put you on the spot right now. Okay, why put me not? On the spot, dude. Let's do it. Why didn't you do them? Like a real full answer. And then what's next for code? CrossFit related? Are you gonna go into bodybuilding kind of stuff? Like, are you going for aesthetics? Like, I obviously still doing CrossFit, but like. What's your focus for the next year or two? So start with the quarterfinals. Why not? So why not? Um, the f- easiest answer is because I didn't want to pay for it. <laughs> that's, that's a good answer because honestly, it, for most of us, it's a waste of money. I'll, can we, can we talk that. about that really quick as to like that in general? Just like not only – so I didn't pay for it. It's $50, right? So okay. We paid 20 bucks to sign up for the Open. Okay. I'm, I'm, it's not the best, like, okay, yeah, it's whatever. It's $20. Like you don't feel happy that you're spending it and you're like, yay, 20 bucks to sign up. But you're like, all right, I'll do it. It's $20. Okay. Slid it on fire. It's gone now. Exactly. And I understand supporting CrossFit. Like they give you a, you know, infrastructure and you got to, ha- you get a leaderboard and you submit your scores and all that stuff, right? You got to support the company and the business and the, the name, but there's 20 bucks. Okay. Then you make quarterfinals. All right, now you have to pay another 50 to do the five workouts or to get another leaderboard. Also, you know what they also did is you don't get a worldwide ranking. Not that it matters. I don't give a shit about it. But <laughs> you don't get a worldwide ranking unless you sign up for the quarterfinals. So like I signed up last year. So I was like 6,300 or something in the world. And, it, and they came out with this worldwide ranking thing this last year for 2023. Okay. So if you go to CrossFit.com and you like – 
there's like they have a whole PDF or a whole download. You can download that. You can type in Cody Birch and it'll pop up with six thousand three hundred or whatever, and I'm in there. Well, next year I won't be in there because I didn't pay for the quarterfinals, so I won't have a world worldwide ranking now, which is fine. Like not a big deal, but it's just funny that they won't give you a certain thing unless you pay. Okay, but it's fifty bucks, so you just pay twenty. Now you have to pay fifty. It's seventy dollars. Like. I don't know. To some people, that's a nothing, but to some, it's also a decent amount. Um, me and Lindsay were getting married in five months, and it was like a hundred bucks for both of us to yeah, to um, get three thousandth place or whatever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. the easiest way to say it. Um, is so I pay. We pay fifty bucks. I finish in three thousand place. Whatever it, arbitrary number. And that's it. That's the end of the road. Okay. And it was like, boom. Um, but taking that, that's my answer for that. But then taking it a step further, this is like going into paying for th- like CrossFit. Um, I don't know how much a semifinals ticket is or like an entry fee. I, I should have probably looked that up or um, could get that number. But this kind of goes back to quarterfinals is if you're, if you're a normal nine to five, you know, you deliver packages for ups or whatever like you know you're a good example how the fuck are you going to do five workouts for the quarterfinals in a four-day span when you're slammed busy with just normal life right so you get the the workouts come out wednesday or thursday at 12 you have until sunday to do five workouts but not only that you have to do two by friday at 12 you have to do two by saturday at 12 you have to do your last one by sunday at 12 if you work a normal job you can only do the 5 a.m class and you have to bust out two to three workouts and then turn in your score and then you have to do it again on Saturday and then turn in your score and then do it, do it again on Sunday. Like it's just, it's not friendly to, towards a normal person or people who don't work in a gym or don't have an open schedule or aren't competing for a living or trying to get to the next step. So it's just like, that's just another, like another point. Could talk about that for a while, but I what actually, goes with that is the money part of it and how people have to fund their way. And it's fucking expensive to keep that, on going. That's for sure. It is very expensive. Because I think, um, as you can see, the costs are going up. I would imagine mm-hmm. the semifinals is, what, if I, 300 bucks or something? Bucks or something? Yeah, yeah, like a it's minimum. It's going to be something big, yeah. Right. So not only, okay, yeah. So let's just say, let's say it's a $200 entry fee or a ticket or something like that. Okay. It's probably not going to be close to you, right? They have, I think they have 12 total semifinals in the world. Well, I don't know. Arbitrary numbers, right? But there's going to be one in the West Coast. So we'll say it's in Vegas. I think it was in Vegas last year, two years ago. Okay. Okay. Well, that's an air. That's an airplane ticket that I have to pay for. I have to pay for my hotel for three nights, and then I have to fly back. All right. And you're going to prob- miss work probably. At least probably miss day. work. I'm probably out seven, eight hundred bucks just to make it to the semifinals. Yeah. And if I'm not top of the tier semifinal athlete yeah. i finished in 38th place i'd have spent 800 dollars out of my pocket to that be the end of my road that's true. which right you need the experience you need it but like that's all fucking expensive ass weekend just <laughs> just for just for your season to stop right there there's right? better places to spend that money I'd you could spend 800 bucks in a lot of good spots and get some better result i don't know what it yeah but even in vegas there's a lot better places to spend 800 <laughs> right. bucks, man. yeah so like 
I talked. I've been talking to people, talking with people about this. Like, I compare it to Supercross because I'm a big fan of like watching Supercross, okay. and uh, it's the same thing with Supercross. Like, you have to live and breathe Supercross every weekend, every day. Be riding. You're basically like the kids. They're they're starting young. They're homeschooled. Same thing with like a CrossFitter, right? Like Mala Bryant. She's been doing it since she was like nine or something, and ba- and she's homeschooled or she does school online because she does school at the gym does her homework in between workouts or goes home. And then before her second session, um, anyhow, you have to do all these things like, and just to probably not make it further than that's true. The semifinals or make it to the next step. And you have to, um, who, what did I hear? I think it was on go to bed actually. And Alex made a good point. I think he heard it somewhere, but it was like, Imagine if LeBron James had to pay every time to step onto the court. Like he had to, <laughs> he had to buy his ticket okay. to play for the Lakers every night. Every night he's got a pony up. He has an entry fee of you fifty know, grand, no, right? It's, whatever it's, it is. He's a pro athlete, so All right, it's fifty grand, grand man. Okay, he, so he has to pay fifty grand to play a game tonight, and then tomorrow night they're traveling to Boston. He has to pay another ticket. Jesus. Right or insert player here, like that's not a thing. Obviously, they're on a team. Yeah. But so like it's, it's just crazy if you think about it like that. It's like fuck. Well, it's some insane. of the professional athlete stuff, uh, PGA Tour, that's expensive. And yeah. They don't uh, and you're not on a team. You pay your own travel, and if you don't make the cut at events, you're literally out like four G's. It's just gone. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's scary. Those guys have so much pressure to perform. The PGA so, Tour is scary. So that's another, that's exactly, that's another sport that it's, it's so hard to be good in general because of the skill level and how challenging it is to get up there, but then also to be able to fund it. And it seems like it's only on individual sports. It is. It's actually almost entirely individual sports. I would agree with that. Mountain biking, right? You have to pay for your ticket to race. You have to, it's just crazy to think about and CrossFit's the same the same way. So sh- long answer is that short answer was, I didn't want to spend another 50 bucks to get 3000th place. Okay. It's a respectable answer. Lindsay says when you make the USA swimming national team, they pay, but until then you pay. Yeah. So when you are in the bottom 99.999 percentile, you have to pay <laughs> just like in CrossFit, right? Pay. When yeah. you're in the bottom 99.999 percentile of CrossFit, you have to pay yourself. That's right. There are a lot of grants, but how much time does it take to, to fill out all the apps? Yeah. yeah it's just like, true. so, um, yeah, there's that. So that's that, why. That's so why. what's next? What's next is, man, that's a good question. I haven't really thought about it. Like I haven't been doing a lot of competitive programming recently. Last time I've done like followed a strict program for competitive stuff is Last year, I want to say, I think it all changed when my schedule changed. Okay. I I think that's a part of it. I think a part of it too, is that I'm not, I was actually talking to Lindsay about this yesterday. Is that like talking about the quarterfinals and it's like, I don't care as much about it. Yeah. It's kind of funny because I remember I talked to a lot of people about this and I would always give JP shit because he wouldn't sign up for the open. And then he'd be like, don't worry, you'll see one day when you have kids and you're getting married and all this and we're not quite there. But it's like, I was telling Lindsay this yesterday. I was like, man, JP was right. 
I don't care about it that much anymore to sign up and um, do these crazy competitive things just in general. I think I just kind of like I'm cool with doing normal stuff or like here every now and again or I'll do it for fun. Um, but also like with my schedule change, when I took over morning classes, I love mornings, but it's, I love doing group class. It's so fun <laughs> to do group class with everybody, right? With all your friends. Um, it's fun to work and competitive programming is hard to follow by yourself. I think that's, that's actually the biggest reason why the biggest answer why I haven't is it would just be me and Lindsay doing it together which is fine. Like we liked working out together, but it's like, it's so much more fun to have 15 other people doing it with you. So schedule change. And if I wanted to do double day or if I wanted to follow competitive programming, I wouldn't be able to do class anymore unless I'm fucking doing insane amounts of programming or training. And that'd be like double days, but not only could, and I could get away with it a little bit before my schedule changed because I would do a session in the morning and then I would, um, or sorry, I would do, how, how would I do it? I'm trying to think of my schedule. I would like do a, a competitive session at like 10, work out okay. till like 11, 1130, take a break, have lunch. Then I would do class at 12. And then, so it was like kind of close to it. Okay. Um, and then I would do, and then I would coach. And that would only happen sometimes, or I wouldn't do class at all. And then once we started doing class all the time, I was like, fuck, I don't want to stop doing class and the volume to do what I was saying with uh, starting at like 10 and then going to classes. It's a lot of programming. It's a lot of, it's a lot of volume. And not only that, the competitive stuff doesn't know what I'm doing in class. So I might do toe to bar in a workout for competitive stuff. And then in class, I'm doing toes to bar again. So it's like give up class to follow competitive stuff or double up on the volume or give up the competitive programming. I was like, I'll give up the competitive programming and have fun with doing class with all my friends. It's a good, uh, it's a good plan. That was a long, long winded answer, but I don't know. I'm not <laughs> so as what, fired up about next, doing competitive though? stuff. What's next? Gonna, yeah. Like, do you have goals left with fitness or are you just staying fit? What's your, what's your goal? You know, what's funny is like when we talk about it or like, when I see like a cool workout or I like see someone's cool competitive programming, I'm like, fuck dude, that looks so fun. I want to sign up for that program or I want to do that starting tomorrow and I'll get all like motivated for today and I'll be like, all right, tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon, boom. And then it will roll around and I'll do it and then I'll do class after and either one or two things will happen. I'll be like, fuck, that was a lot of volume. I'm not going to be able to keep up with that. (laughs) Or it's like two um, I guess not even two. I guess that's the only thing that happens. It's like, fuck, that was a lot of volume and I need to assess, assess, am I going to be able to keep on doing this volume because I don't want to give up group class or am I just going to say, fuck it and go back to doing group class? Okay. So, um, I don't know, dude. I don't know what my goals are or like what I have <laughs> next, to be honest. I'm not, not going to be a bodybuilder. I'm not going to be a power lifter. I'm not going to go strong, man, or anything like that. I'm still going to do CrossFit. We're not going to see 205-pound code this year? Just walking fuck in 30, no. 30 pounds bigger? 205? 205, just all in. That's pre... Not even... That, that's pre... That's fat code, 205. That's, that's code calling California hormones, walking in, just jacked out of his mind. 30 pounds. Would that even be possible? 
people have a certain weight that they like can't or like a right you're, you're big enough to carry that you think so you could get to 205 and that'd be like my cop though right your gene- yeah that's like genetics even like people are capped out with- at a certain weight even with TRT, like you're capped, you'd have to actually go on genuine steroid cycles to go further than probably <laughs> 195, 205 in that bubble. Dude, if I was, dude, can we imagine if I was actually 205? <laughs> like, what the yeah, fuck? I can. You'd be back squatting 500 pounds. Uh, yeah, it'd also be a fucking meatloaf. You'd look like Colton Mertens, man. You'd just be. I juiced. would like like Colton Mertens. Yeah. He's shorter than me, obviously, but like it would be like wide. S- similar body structure for sure. How tall is he? He's like 5'6", five, 5'5". Five, five, yeah, he's a small dude. Yeah. He moves some fucking weight. That guy is awesome. I love him. That guy is literally the definition of genetic capacity. Like, he's at the end of it. He, there's no more for that guy to put on. Oh, like, okay, so you think he's capped? Uh, he's there. I mean. there. There's no possible way he's going to take it much further without exogenous hormone use. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you're not going to see 205 code. <laughs> Okay. Is the way to answer that, but you'd I don't know. Have, I don't. I don't think for that you'd have to eat. That's fuck not yeah, your dude. thing. And it's not because eating is hard for me, or like eating a lot is hard for me. And I don't know why. I don't know if it goes back to to old habits, like being fat, and I get scared, or like mentally, I I don't do it because deep down I'm afraid of it or something. But like, I I don't have the answer for that. I don't know the reason, but it's hard for me to eat a lot. I can. Relate. I feel like I eat a lot too. That's the issue. I think is like I I will have a big meal and I'm like fuck. That was a lot of food. And then I'm like, <laughs> but I need to eat way more if I want yeah. to get bigger. But I can't because I feel like I ate a lot already. I can I relate know. to the the mental block. I have some body dysmorphia stuff for sure. Yeah, for sure. Out. It's it's such a weird fucking thing. But I like I think with when you and I like when we have a background from it or we came from that, it's like. It makes sense because we don't want to go back to it or even though we never will, I would say, right? We're, we're, we're far I, enough along that would, that would never happen, but it, there's still that, something there. I think there's something to be said for that too. The collective group of people that you're around, if you continue to surround yourself with those people, I don't think they would let you go back either. Someone would intervene. Someone would have that conversation. Someone would have the hard talk. Yo code. You're going to have to cool it at Burger King. We need to, we need to rein this back. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. That's the cool part about the CrossFit community is if you build something based off of honesty with your peers, they'll keep you honest. Yeah. Yeah, and they'll, they care about you, right? They'll be like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Code's fucking, he's fucking looking hefty over there. <laughs> Code keeps walking in with a couple uh, couple brown bags every day from Jack fucking in the Box. Double big gulp in hand and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny to talk about because that's what I would do back then. Yeah, I'd be walking around and I would, yeah, have that in my hand I, or be in my truck or whatever. How I I want to say you were there and I gotta I gotta see if I can remember this. This was this had to be almost fifteen years ago. I want to say you and me so and Chris went, okay. went to a Jack in the Box. It was one of the first times I ever met you, and we hung out in the parking lot and ate Jack in the Box at like. Two in the morning, the one off of Prater and McCarran. I don't I, remember specifically, but I don't doubt that happening. It was like a two a.m. Let's all go get food. Everybody was playing a World of Warcraft. I was just learning how to play that game, and I swear to God, we went and ate in a parking lot. Like it just like 
it's, it's, it's pretty close to near bottom for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like 300, 300 pounds with $18 worth of fast food, and we're just standing in the parking lot eating it, talking about World of Warcraft. Oh, my God. Near bottom. <laughs> it, was, it was a near bottom experience Holy for me. Holy fuck, that got me. Doubt. But um, I don't remember that one specifically, but it sounds like something like we would do. I, there was definitely nights and weekends where that would happen with – Kyle and with Brandon yeah. and with Chris and stuff. So I'm sure we brought you along too because we had, happened, we had yeah. done that before. Yeah. Dude, I remember <laughs> that, that was like a weekly. It's funny because that was basically a weekly thing for us, right? We would, a lot of times it was at Brandon's house. Brandon, Brandon's spot house was the spot because I don't know why. Maybe because Kyle lived there, I think is why. So Kyle moved in with Brandon and lived with him for. Because then, you know, Kyle obviously ended up eventually moving with Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know the exact st- story or reason, but um, Brandon's house was the house to basically land at all the time. We would kind of bounce around, but Brandon, it was always Brandon. I think it was just because Kyle was already there, so it was like Cody, come over, Chris, come over. But <laughs> okay. dude, we would, it would be Saturday night, <laughs> and we would go over, or I would go over there. Here's another part of this, or like, there's other versions of this story where I would go over. Like I would, I don't know why I had this weird thing, but I would. They would invite me over, and I would say, "Okay, I'll be over there. I'll come over soon, or whatever." Like three hours would go by. I hadn't gone over there yet. <laughs> I don't know why. So at this point, it's like eleven or fucking midnight, and then I would finally decide. I don't know what the fuck was in my mind. I just didn't want to leave or something, but I did want to, but I didn't. It's weird, fucking fifteen-year-old, sixteen-year-old mindset. Anywho, I would eventually then go over. <laughs> I'd bring my laptop. I would set it up or get it, I'd set it on the counter, and then I would fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I would never play. Like I would I don't. I anywho. So they would always make fun of me for that. Is like, all right, code. We'll see you in four hours, and then I get there and I go to bed. Perfect. So that's one version of or one instance that would happen. Another instance that would happen is I would actually go over. And we would land all night, and it's like three in the morning, and there was a jack in the box. It's still there. It's the one by um, off. What is that, Neil? No, it's not Neil. Is it Virginia? And uh, I guess it's McCarran. By like Trader Joe's. Yeah, yeah, yeah the that, one on the corner, right next to Meadowood. What is it? Yeah, right there. What, off, it's uh, off Meadowood. That's what. It, that's what the street Meadowood is. Meadowood Crossing Meadowood or something. Crystal, yeah. I can't. I can't think of the name. Right there. Yeah, right on the corner. That jack in box was open. It's open twenty four seven. I think it still yeah. is. They yeah. would always have the car meets there too, or other car meets would always meet there. All the car guys. So like we would, anywho. So we would go there. It's like two in the morning. Four of us kids were in Brandon's car. Oh, that was another. This is actually some. This is like pre sixteen. I didn't have a car at this point, so my parents would drop me off. Because so Brandon was old enough to drive. Obviously, he's a little older than me. But so we'd ride in Brandon's car. We'd drive to Jack in the Box, and there's all these cars there for a car meet. <laughs> And like sometimes the cops would show up and so they wouldn't be there. Like they'd all be rolling out and then you hear sirens. But we go to the Jack in the Box. We pull up and like we're like blasting music. Like we're not bad kids. Like we weren't doing anything stupid, like bad or like being hooligans. We were just being fucking silly. Yeah. So like we'd be like blasting like Bass Hunter or like Cascada. <laughs> like just some techno shit. Electronic music. And Perfect. it'd be like blasting Perfect. and like we'd pull up to the drive through and like turn it down. Order, we always order fucking tacos. Um, yeah, pretty much always just like tacos and french fries. By the way, Jack in the Box tacos are like 
they're shit, but they're good. <laughs> okay. Um, I was um, always fond of the chicken sandwich, man. That was, oh, okay. So that's my, that was like my favorite, but I wouldn't get that when we were landing. That would be like my, that would be my meal. Jack spicy chicken, dude, with cheese. Yeah. Oh, see, I know the order. <laughs> it's still there. It's good, man. Um, but we would just because we'd order like twenty tacos and we would just share them all or like you know we'd all we'd each yeah. get four or whatever. And they were all like a dollar back in the day, like two yeah. for a buck or something. Two for a buck, dude. They used to be called yeah. Monster Tacos. I think yeah. that they they changed the name or something. No, they just Jack it's not the same stuff. anymore, man. Jack in the no. Box is expensive, <laughs> dude. They would just th- they're fucking throw them in the deep fryer. Oh, so oh, good. Yeah. And you grab ranch, you get ranch and order ranch with it. Okay. You dip the tacos in ranch. It sounds weird, but it was the thing that we did. Anywho, oh, so we dude. go to Jack in the Box, and where I'm going with this is we would then pull out, and we would just hang out in the parking lot and eat our tacos and talk about World of Warcraft and talk about what we're going to do when we get back home. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it was a that common was thing. That was our weekly Saturday night. Um, and then we yeah, drive sleep, home and play. Sleeping two and a half hours, eating 4,500 calories. Yeah, no, yep. it, just, it sends me back, man. Dude. Oh, my God. And then so we, we were, <laughs> Brandon had this weird thing that – so okay, so I Brandon slept in, I, and it, it was interesting because I didn't sleep in ever. I've always woke up early until like college, and that was because I worked fucking late swing shift. But so we would go to bed, or I would go to bed a little bit before them because I always fell asleep. Right, I said that like I would get there and fall asleep. But we get back home and like I'd fall asleep at like two or three. Those guys would stay up and play until four, five, six, and by that time I would be waking up like. Either because I, I just woke up or <laughs> just rejuvenated. Yeah. Or, or, or they would be waking me up because they're fucking loud. Like when they're turning their shit off or like I would wake up. Anywho, Brandon would sleep fucking all day. So he had this thing that he never really got to experience like the morning and he liked brisk mornings. <laughs> right. So um, he would go for a run. I swear to God. It's like three in the morning and like we, we get home from Jack in the Box. He would go for like a, a jog. <laughs> In the brisk, cold morning, it's like 3 a.m., just to, like, enjoy the cold air in the nighttime or the early morning because he knew he was going to sleep until, like, 2 p.m. <laughs> and it was funny. He's like, I'm going to go for a run, guys. And me and Kyle and Chris, we're, like, we're just like, what the oh, fuck? Man. We're sitting there playing. <laughs> oh, man, I just thought about that. That's total. That's so funny. It's the old days, man. And then I call my mom. All right, mom, come pick me up. It's, like, 7 in the morning. Come pick me up. Boom. Grab my laptop, go home, play a while the rest of the day. Hook it back up. Talk about going back over there again. Yeah. It's actually, you know what's funny <laughs> about like things like that and talk like landing is we would play sometimes, but a lot of times we would just hang out but not play, even though we had planned on playing. Yeah. Like we'd bring our computers and we'd be like, all right, we're gonna do this. And we would play a little bit, but a lot of it was just like just hanging out. Even though we were like, Yeah, let's play wild tonight or all night. Or actually a lot of it was us just watching one person play. (laughs) (laughs) It was before Twitch, man. You had your, yeah, literally before, literally before live streaming. Like this is like pre just, do you remember Justin TV? I do. So I don't remember the story, like why it went from Justin TV to Twitch TV and like, but Justin TV was Twitch before it was Twitch. Correct. And this is pre that. This is when you wanted to watch your friends play. You wa- you sat behind them and watched. Or we yeah. would all take turns. We'd play. Um, do you, do you play Amnesia, scary game Amnesia. Yeah, I remember that game from way back in the day. Yeah, like one of the scariest fucking games I've ever played. Um, and so we would go over same crew: me, Brandon, Kyle, and Chris. 
We'd be at Brandon's house. We'd turn off all the lights, and we would all take turns playing. <laughs> we put, we'd put on the headphones, and we all sit and watch each other play. And the music and the volume is turned up like oh, a motherfucker yeah. on the headphones, right? So it scares the person more. And, oh, my God. I, yeah, I just remember Brandon, Brandon put the headphones on, or like he sat down to play. I swear, he played for fucking 10 seconds <laughs> and like some crazy jump scare happened and he's like fuck this and i'm and out just, yeah yeah literally and he was out and we just all started dying laughing yeah uh, that's funny but a lot of it was out with just like hanging out and talking but not actually playing fucking yeah jack in the box dude when was the last time you had jack in the box i delivered for like 14 hours in tahoe last summer like 2022 and I remember getting it on the way home. And I'm like, I'm going to go. I know exactly what I'm going to order. And I roll up to Jack in the Box to order it. <laughs> None of the shit I remember was still on the menu. I was like, fuck. I, the, they had something called a really big chicken sandwich. I remember that. <laughs> and so it was, like a, it was like a chicken sandwich. But, I mean, it's just natural progression of how heavy America is now. You can't just have one patty. So it's got two. And it's got four pieces of cheese and two pieces of bacon. It's like mayo top and bottom. I pounded like four of those things. I was all in. I was like, fuck it. I haven't eaten all day. I hadn't eaten since eight in the morning. So Damn. I had like four, four of those and a drink. Dude, fast food is so good when you're eating it. 15 minutes later, you immediately <laughs> feel like shit. The regret happened pretty Dude, much. Dude, immediate regret. You like As you're eating it, yeah, it's not even 15 minutes. Like 15 minutes, you feel like ultimate shit. But like, <laughs> like five minutes along, it's like a progressive thing, right? Yeah. After you, you finish the first, the first bite, one, yeah, 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 it fucking sets in, dude. It's so crazy. Like, like I really like Taco Bell, and I haven't had it in a, like a long time. But like, I mean, I used to like all fast food, but I would always order. I would always get the most shit from Taco Bell because I wanted like everything. So like, I would order a Nacho Bell Grande. I'd order a fucking, <laughs> um, a Crunchwrap Supreme. And then, like, a chicken quesadilla or, like, two cheesy gordita crunches. Like, a lot of fucking food, dude. <laughs> okay. A lot of food. And then I get a large Pepsi or a large Mountain Dew or something. But, like, I remember I get home. You set the nachos up. And I'm like, oh, stop. oh this is another point or another thing. When you are eating something like a good meal, like, do you set up, like, a video or something that you want to watch or a movie? Like, do you – but you can't <laughs> eat it until you start – like, until it's all set up. Do you do that? I'm I'm the opposite. I eat oh, really? and like in peace, focused on eating. And I can't watch something while I'm eating because then oh. I'll. It, but well, I, I guess I can. But I used to do it where I would just crush food, and then I don't even remember eating it. I'm not even <laughs> sure if I'm fucking satisfied or not anymore. Like I'd sit down with my bag of fast food that I spent 14 bucks on, and I'd I'd be watching something on YouTube, and then I look down and it's gone. And I'm like, well, oh I hope I God. enjoyed that. I don't remember eating it. <laughs> So yeah, oh, that's fucking I, hilarious. That's a it's a different a different kind of yeah. That's complete there. opposite of what I would do. I still do this now, but like even just like my normal dinner or something. If I'm like eating in front of the computer, which doesn't happen very often, I'm usually just downstairs. But like I'll do it on my phone. I want to set up like a podcast or a video or something, okay. and I can't eat until I get it all set up. And what's <laughs> so funny is I set it all up right, and I start the podcast or I start a YouTube video. I start watching Hiller, and I go through all this effort. And I get, I finish the food in five minutes. 
Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? All this effort. And then I'm like, oh, I'm not that interested in the video anymore. Oops, on to the next thing. But I would do that all the time when I would get fast food. I'd be so excited and I would like look up like a movie to turn on or like a YouTube video to watch or a stream to watch. And I couldn't eat until I had it all set up. Like I, I wouldn't want – like it was like this ritual. So I like get everything set up, pop open Twitch, pop open a stream, watch it, start eating. And then it's like five minutes. I'm like, oh, I'm bored because I wasn't eating anymore. There's a uh, there's a meal. It's my favorite fast food meal. It's from Carl's Jr. The double western bacon cheeseburger, uh, crisp cut fries, and I promise you, I will never eat it again in my life because the memory in my brain of that meal is perfect, and I don't want to ruin it. Oh, it shit. is it's it's perfect. It's undefeated. It is the greatest meal of all time, and I'll never do it again because I don't want to ruin that because I know if I eat it. I'm going to feel like ass within like six minutes Yep. and I'm going to remember that all <coughs> fast food is not good. Like there's no good fast food, but until it's broken in my brain, greatest meal of all time, my favorite meal ever. And I'll just let it, it'll just go that way. Right into the sunset is the greatest so was that meal. Your, was that your go-to then back in the Carl's day? Carl's Jr. was my thing. Yeah. Like once a week. <laughs> not even dude. It's like once every couple of days, it was oh, okay. right next to work. Yeah. Yeah. That's sometimes twi- sometimes twice in a day. Damn. Go before work, go after work. I don't know if I've ever done two of the same place in a day, but I've definitely oh. done three meals of fast food. I had no shame, dude. I'd I'd go to McDonald's seven consecutive meals if if that's what it, if that's what time allowed. Yeah. I remember like God, dude, we're such degenerates. We <laughs> such a- <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's uh, like people don't know I don't know. Like you're you get lumped into the idea that we've always been fit or healthy or that's always been your thing. And you're such a positive person and a positive influence on people. They don't, they don't know the shit that we dragged you out. They got to listen to, they got to listen to code unlocked, bro. That's yeah. it. The two of us have been through some shit. Um, I would plan out like, because I would eat fast food basically every day and for every meal. So it was like a rotation. <laughs> okay. So I would plan out like, all right, like, all right, what am I feeling for lunch today? All right, I'm going to go to Jack in the Box. And then it's like, okay, cool. I went to Jack in the Box. So now I get to do Taco Bell tonight or whatever. And then the next day pops around. I was like, well, I had Jack in the Box and Taco Bell. So I'm like, I'm going to rotate. So it was like this rotation. So I would get to experience and explore most fast food places at least once a week because I, I, did would, I didn't want to keep doing it. That's you were so, so comfortable funny. with the I same one. I did the opposite. Week. I would hyper focus on one meal from one place and I would just have it over and over and over again. Damn. Like I'm, I'm just gonna get like a 20 piece nugget meal from McDonald's, and I'm gonna eat it for like the next nine meals. Fuck. And I'm like, eh, that's that was it. I'll just do it. <clears throat> is that what would you? Is that was that your only order? Like McDonald's? That was like it. 20, 20 nuggets. Piece? Was a lot. That was enough food for you. Eh, I mean, it was enough food for my budget. <laughs> like I, I. Uh, okay. Yeah. When I was, uh, when I was at my heaviest. Like I didn't have really a great job. I didn't have a lot of money. So I tried to stretch my food as far as I could. And you could get a twenty piece for five bucks. Yeah. So it's a solid deal if you're in yeah. I mean for that, like you're in a pinch. Dude, you gotta um, think about that. How many calories is that? It's like fifteen, sixteen hundred calories for five bucks. Oh, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I am gonna look. I'm gonna look. Pull it up. Dude, but it's so funny how like I said, the instant regret, right? You take a couple bites or you finish your first meat or your first sandwich. And it's just like it start the regret starts to set in. You feel like shit. There's levels to it, right? It's just like you feel a little bit shitty, but then you keep on eating. You're like, well, maybe it'll make me feel better. I'm hungry, and you're like, 
Now I feel really shitty. And then like you're done. You're just like ultimate shit. You're like, dude, this fucking sucked. Why did I buy this? What a waste of money. Like you're full, but you're just like miserable. So it says it says 830 calories and it serves two. So I'm thinking that sneaky math for 1,660 calories. But Is that I'm the not way sure. of saying that? I'm not. I got I to gotta dig a little deeper. I like how they tell you how many people it serves. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You're not going to tell okay. me that. So one 20-piece nugget is 890 calories with a fry and a large drink. Yeah, it's like 1,500 calories. Oh, okay, right? yeah. Dude, aren't nuggets just like fucking ground-up chicken or something? Oh, it's it's the like tendons. It's disgusting. It's everything. What about sauces? Only barbecue. Barbecue was undefeated from... Uh, it was undefeated from McDonald's. Only yeah. barbecue sauce. I did not like the sweet and sour. I didn't like the hot mustard or any of that stuff. That makes sense why you like the Southwestern, right? Cause, or the yeah. Cause wasn't it wasn't it barbecue sauce on the the sandwich? Yeah, barbecue sauce and onion ring. Yeah, and onion. To oh, this yeah. day, if I'm gonna get a shitty burger, it's still that. You can whatever you want to call it, wherever you go, outlaw burger, just barbecue sauce, onion ring. Oh yeah, like, cal- calories in the sauce. Wait, oh, no, that's true. That's true. I feel like some sauces have no calories, but they have just a fuck ton of salt. <laughs> Not those, dude. Let's, let's go look. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, McDonald's barbecue sauce nutrition. Here we go. One barbecue dip. Uh, we're going in. It's 30 grams. It's 44k cal for one. Holy shit! So if you have like five sauces, damn, and like you're definitely third, not having. Like, you're not 150 yeah, cal's or so. That's another yeah. 200 calories right you're there. You're definitely not having one sauce. <laughs> one sauce is not enough to last anybody. I had no idea what I was eating, even even remotely, dude. Dude, one sauce that's like four nuggets. Yeah, right? so we're looking we're looking a thousand calories on the nuggets, 450 on the fries. And then what's a fucking large coke? That's like 400 yeah. calories right there. Five hundred calories right ounce there. Coke nutrition. Uh, three hundred fifty cal, dude. Damn. Yeah, that's an eighteen hundred calorie meal. Three hundred and fifty calories in a drink. Two of those in a day. That's it. That's all I ate, and I never moved. The most sedentary human being possible. Most people know when you're eating it, right? Like I always knew I was being a piece of shit. You, th- <laughs> you think most people know that, or like, do you have to be self-aware? I think the food addiction takes over for a lot of people. You see it now. People don't even have a clue what they're eating anymore. I uh, I have a colleague. He has type 2 diabetes, the one that you give yourself. Oh, yeah. And he's not that overweight. Like, he's not that big. Like, he's 230, 240. But my man comes to work with with a bag of fast food. And then right before we leave, because he's our PM supervisor, he'll go and he gets he gets more fast food. Damn. So a guy that has a medical condition that requires him to manage it to the point where he cannot feel his feet, and he has to get like these random weird surgeries. He went to he went to Disneyland like a month ago, and walking with his family was so much on his physical body that he had to go to the ER for four days, and he still does. Wow. That's still not enough to change his eating habits. It's an addict. Yeah, yeah literally. it's literally addiction. <clears throat> That's crazy. That's crazy. What does he do? <laughs> like, what is his position? He's the same as me, but he's our PM supervisor. So he oh, comes okay. in at noon and he manages the drivers from noon until punch out. 
So he never and, has to do ride-alongs. No, that's the only difference. That's why he took that job. He has I was going to say, because there's no way he could. He has the most uh, seniority out of all of us. And when his condition started to get bad with his feet, he took that job. Because it would be physically impossible for him to do what you do when you do ride-alongs and shit. He can still deliver, and he can still walk, and he can still move at a good pace, but he can't feel his feet. So if he, like, is developing a blister or something, like, he can't adjust his feet. He cannot, like, there's, he just slowly damages his legs yeah. and his feet while he's delivering. What do you think he weighs? 250? 250, yeah. Yeah. Older guy, 50? About 50 years old. Six foot, 250. Damn. Dad of three, husband, just rolling the dice with every meal. Yeah, that's so, that's so crazy. And that's why fast food is crazy because it's addictive. Yep, it's it's nuts. Yeah, it is so fucking addictive, and it's like <laughs> it's crazy how it's addictive because because you do feel like shit, but yes. it's but it's filling. So I guess that's why it's addictive. But it's just so, I don't know. It's crazy to try to think about now is like, why the fuck was I in that addiction, right? Like, <laughs> like what the fuck are you? You're an idiot, right? The thing that kills back? me is like, why couldn't I have just gone and bought chicken and then exactly. made it in a, in a pan in the oven and the time it would have taken me to drive to said fast food establishment, purchase the food and drive back to my house. Because you have to do work. It doesn't sound as good. It doesn't sound as good. That's really it. Like, it's like, I had to work for this. I don't want to eat it. Yeah. I didn't and, want to put rice in a rice cooker because that would have been too hard. And it's work. And that's less time aw- or that's more time away from the computer. But like it, <laughs> it was the same amount of time. That was the hardest part. But yeah, it, you, but you don't tell yourself that. It took me literally years to figure that out. It took you're me like, fuck, dude, years. cooking takes forever. There's no way I'm going to cook. <laughs> but then you're like, in the, cook. you're in the drive-thru for 17 minutes. I know. <laughs> while you're waiting for them to give you your food. Fuck, dude. I always wondered if people would know me in the drive-thru. Oh, like, I'm, like I'm I would. I like, does sure. this person recognize me? They have Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Right? This motherfucker again, occasionally. Yeah. Probably happened at Taco Bell. Yep. They're like, wow, this guy's here again. This fucking guy's back. <laughs> but then I want to tell myself, like, I can't be. As, there's got to be somebody worse. <laughs> there, <laughs> there has to be that guy. That's the so regular. Like, at least I wasn't the worst. There every day. Yeah. But fuck, man. It's just crazy to think, like, looking back about it, like. You're like in this trance. It's like scary to to think about. I don't regret a lot in life, but I lost I lost some years there. Some yeah. literal years that I wish I could have done things that I do now a little earlier in life. It's true. Yeah. Like, like find CrossFit earlier or <laughs> just find find health earlier. Yeah, find, find health. I'll try it. Realize you can level yourself up instead of a, a new video game character in a new oh. game. Level your character up. I know. That's it. Your body's a temple, dude. You only get one. That's the the one thing I've learned from this. And then it brings us all the way full circle back to what you were showing with the burpee. Mm-hmm. That's that's why. You got to be able that's to right. get up off the ground when the vertigo kicks in. Yeah, and you're fucking can't do that. Two fifty, you can't feel your feet. <laughs> that's it. You don't stand up. You don't get back up. Yeah. You better hope that you have a life alert because no one's coming. <laughs> Life alert. That's right, dude. Yeah, that's where we're at now. And now you look at the next generation, and I don't want to be too negative, but my God, the obesity rate in kids is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Well, it starts with the parents, right? Yeah. 
it is. It's real. My my parents did not teach me how to cook, and so I had to learn how to take care of myself later in life. And the one thing that I hope people that like at least that were around, I'm sure they do, but just like that first life skill might be the most important life skill in living a healthy life. Just learning how to cook something. Right. Dude, and cooking is like, it's actually so easy. You don't have yeah. to get fancy with it. You don't need to cook this fucking crazy ass four course meal and a bunch of shit. Like cooking chicken is so easy. Like you could throw it in the oven. <laughs> For me now, I I survive off of a pressure cooker and a, and a, what's that thing called? The, it's not the oven. Instapot, air fryer. Air fryer. Air fryer. Yeah. Air fryer and a pressure cooker is like 90% of my meals. And they're so simple. Yeah. Carne asada that Ali makes all the time is three or four ingredients. Otherwise, we just cook everything in the air fryer and pressure cooker for rice and vegetables. Are you still in Ice Age? I don't know. Allie does all our meal prep. She literally okay. buys meat and cooks for like an entire day. And then she freezes it all. We have a, a separate freezer out in the garage. And it's just full of meals right now. Like if you had to, if it was bomb dropped right now, how how many meals you got for a week? Or I think for, we have like a week, probably, probably a thirty meals out there. Oh wow, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. When she do that Sundays, doing that right now? She does it like every second or third Saturday. Most oh, of the okay. time, it's mostly just my lunch or lunch. Yeah. And then at night, we try to cook something that doesn't take too long for dinner. When does she get home? She gets home at like four thirty. And I get home at random times, anywhere between four and eight. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Between four and eight. <laughs> that was just funny. I knew it was coming. I knew it was something like that, like some range. But was, yeah, anywhere between four and eight. Yep, about four-hour gap. There's good days and there's terrible days. That's why I can't do the gym at, at night. I actually Is, don't know when I'm getting off work. Yeah. Is eight the latest? Like, what's the latest you've ever been home? Like a one-off, eleven thirty. Do you remember the the time or the day? A Jack in the Box story was eleven thirty. I, oh. I I punched out of my vehicle in Lake Tahoe at eleven p.m. So however yeah. long that took me to drive home, that's that was it. Was that because it was peak or it was weather or both? Uh, I want to say it was a fire. We got oh, sent shit. up there because of a fire. Like it shut down a part of the lake for a few days, and then we had to catch up. Damn. How long ago is this? Uh, 2022, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just a year. No, I mean, I have I have bad days all the time. We had one of the first storms this year. I was out training a brand new girl, and as she's sobbing while we're chaining up in a foot and Sobbing? A half, just sobbing. Just full, ugly girl tears. Because it's too hard? Yeah. And Damn. so we're, we're she's laying down in a foot of snow, trying to put chains on the car, and I'm not helping her because she has to learn. And... It is miserable, and we were out till ten thirty at night. Damn. Does she still work there? Yeah, she she qualified oh, after really? so ugly girl tears. I told her to. It happens. It's okay. It's fine. No big deal. Next Damn. stop. Next it's box. Good, good we just stayed stuck, out all night. And then she well, apologized like five hundred times to me at the end of the night. And I was like, "You don't have to apologize to me. I could do this. We would have been home like five hours ago. That wasn't the problem. I need you to learn how to do this." Yeah. And so That's the next awesome. day she got a little better. And then the next day she got a little better. And now she's decent. Good for her. Yeah. She's Hi, tiny D. too. You're just a good a little, boss, dude. Good trainer. Just a little better every day, bud. It works in everything a in life. better every day, dude. Yes. That's the motto. Um, all right. Last topic and then we'll wrap it up. 
I know it's long. We're almost two hours into this thing. Went by quick, though. (laughs) Did. What are your thoughts on Marvel right now? Oh, no, man. (laughs) I know it's random, but I have the encyclopedia right behind me. So. So, And I know you're a huge Marvel fan. Okay. I got to think about how to politically correctly state this. You don't have to go like crazy, but like. I'm not. I'm not going to go you ha- crazy. You're, are, are you happy with Marvel right now? I am disappointed <clears throat> with the direction that they have taken the stories, which used to be about the characters, and now they're about social justice causes. So, like, the first Iron Man movie was nothing besides a story about Iron Man. And, like, when you go back to the comics, Iron Man's like a B-tier comic hero nobody cared about iron man before robert downey jr made iron man the most probably the most famous comic book character they started with cool stories and they made awesome movies so the stories are still going there's still a a bunch of comic runs that are really fun and i will try to read whatever i can get my hands on but i don't pay for them anymore like i have like an old captain america comic like literally right here that's badass so like i like how old is that uh, <clears throat> this is seventies, eighties. No, this is probably like. Actually, yeah, it's probably about when I was born. That's awesome. It's like in the first run of Captain America. So I, I really like. I, I really like the stories. I really like all that stuff. I have a really hard time with the messaging being, kind of targeted towards their audience in a negative way. Most of them are like me, middle-aged white dudes that read Marvel comics when they were growing up. (laughs) And uh, I think that the messaging of the stories right now is villainizing those people in the world and how they have to do better. And it's hard to watch, but I do have some positive thoughts on uh, the direction that they're going because they stopped pumping stuff out like every two months like they were for the last couple of years and they're like slowing the production down and hopefully they're going to make it uh, a little more quality because I really thought highly of the first three phases of the movies they released and it also improved some of the writing for the comics that they were doing and then this last, I don't know, since Endgame it's just been a fucking garbage fire I, I wouldn't say that a single one of the Marvel properties that has come out since Endgame has been of the same caliber of even like mid tier movies before that point. Okay. <clears throat> How was the movies yesterday? You went right. Uh, we went and saw John wick. And that <clears throat> oh, that's right. That's right. John wick. Yeah. That movie's fucking awesome. He's good. I don't, I don't know how they made four movies with the same plot, but they sure did. And it's <laughs> awesome from start to finish. And you care the whole time. Keanu Reeves is amazing. 10 out of 10. I, I would give it a really? 10, like 10 out of 10, five stars. I absolutely recommend to anybody that's never seen John Wick to watch them all and then go see this one. It's it's great. Okay. Um, what's the next Marvel movie? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Are you you're not excited for that one, right? I am excited for that one specifically because it's characters that have already been developed, and then it's not a new story because they've done a really bad job with that. It's characters that have already had two movies. It's the last movie with those characters that's already been put on record. So they're either going to die or be sunsetted. And either way, I'm good with it. And then the director, it's his last movie because he is now the lead for all the movies at DC, the other comics, Batman, The Flash, 
Batman, dude. And so, let's see, I'm with you. I'm actually getting excited for what he's going to do rebooting DC because I'm not a snob about it. I liked Marvel better, but I've always loved Batman. Batman's awesome. And I, th- I would love to see them do good DC <clears throat> character movies. And can I think they, that he would be the guy. Can they ever make another Dark Knight like as good as it was? Is I ever happen again? I liked the last one with Robert Pattinson, the the Batman. It was good. Yeah. He was good. He's the he is the best Batman and the worst Bruce Wayne. Okay. I watched the like, the, the Dark Knight again yesterday. It's so fucking good. I don't think that anybody's going to beat Nolan's trilogy, but they could yeah. make something close. I think Nolan's trilogy is the best comic book movies ever. doesn't matter. Endgame, Marvel, it, it's all really? it all gets destroyed. Nothing's better than you? The Dark Knight, Ledger's Joker. <clears throat> do you think people the... agree with that? I don't care. <laughs> no, I know, but I don't care if they do or not. I mean, I'm do, sure, would, I'm sure mo- they do. would most people say that? Like most th- comic I think even Marvel fans would say that Ledger's Joker is probably the best villain ever put on a movie screen as far as comics go. Dude, he was so fucking awesome. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. He's just... Yeah, I don't know. I watched it again last night or just like put it on and I was like, fuck, dude, this movie is so fucking sick every time I watch it. I've made Ali watch every movie in the MCU. Yeah, every keep, show, you, and you try to meet, try to get me. I to, drag yeah. her ass into every single one of these. Does she like them? Her favorite is still the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight. Yeah. Events. It's not even close. She said it's like they're not even in the same realm of explanation. That the the Nolan Batman trilogy is infinitely better. Damn. She is she's a huge fan of the Dark Knight Rises. She really likes Bane. Oh, she yeah. thinks Bane's a cool villain. Because he's cool like. Villain. Especially the way they did him. He's not really a villain. Like, he's just fighting for a cause. Who are you? <laughs> I've been a Captain America fan my whole life. And, Why? Uh, Why Captain America? I don't know. I remember Captain America and the Avengers. It was an arcade game when I was a little kid. You can you can look it up. It's a little side-scroller beat-em-up. What's it called? Captain America and the Avengers. There it is, Captain America and the Avengers. <clears throat> and it's like a little side scroller beat 'em up with Iron Man, Hawkeye, and this Vision. Looks, this looks like it right here. Yep. That was the only people or the only uh Iron Man, Hawkeye, Vision, Captain America. Is this it here? Yep. Oops. That's it. The old and we would go to uh we'd go to a pizza place after my baseball games and my mom would give me like two bucks and quarters. Yeah. And we'd all go round up, and I'd play Captain America. And we had a buddy who'd play Iron Man every time, and a buddy who played Vision, and a, and a buddy who played uh, Hawkeye. And all four of us would spread out on the four joystick yeah. arcade, and we would That's barely sick. get through the second level because we were awful. <laughs> we'd, blow, <laughs> we'd blow our our two bucks each, our uh, our eight our eight sets of lives, and I never even knew that there was like levels past like the second or third level because I never made it. But from that point on, I was, like, obsessed with Captain America. I thought he was so cool. He'd throw his shield, and it would always come back, and I never understood why. And so, Have you, have you played this game since? No, like, but I want to <clears throat> download a ROM of it. I actually thought about doing it. I just don't have <clears throat> any time to actually sit down and play it. Dude, it looks like these... It's, on eBay, you could buy one for 4500 like 
five grand. <laughs> They're fairly expensive. If I still had uh, the man cave like, at my old house, I had like the full on man cave. Yeah, you can I buy still this had one right it, here. I'd buy it right there. Yeah. Invite you guys over so that we could just uh, sit there and get stomped by the second level. But you see it? The four stick controller Dude, right look there? At that, yeah. Look at the four man setup. And I, I and I actually remember the far right joystick setup at our uh, at our pizza place. One of the buttons didn't work, so <laughs> the guy could only use half the moves. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody wanted to be on that joystick. That's so funny. Yeah. Where was this at? It's not in Reno, right? Southern California. Yeah, okay, I grew up. So okay. It was uh, yeah. right behind uh, Sunrise Little League, and uh, it's over by Pierce College. What? God, I can't remember the name of the streets. I want to say it's like Tampa and... Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember for myself, man. Oh, I got you. Okay. I, it's off Tampa. That's all I remember. We, we, we got to go visit it see if it's still there. Fuck, I bet that Play. pizza place is gone, but maybe the console's still there. Yeah. Just standing strong. Oh, man. Fuck. Two hours in, dude. Yeah. This was fun. It was good. It was good. This is a good little... Uh, you had a good time? Random chat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, little Sunday shenanigans. We can kind of do that. Like, turn this into a little, a segment or whatever. Any, I don't know. Anytime, man. I'm I'm always down. <clears throat> yeah, it was fun. Thanks for coming on, dude. I I, pre- I know it was short notice. Yeah, of course. Um, what do you got? Well, what's for dinner? I don't know. I'm about to go find out. I'm gonna go downstairs after two hours of hold up in the office and see yeah, what the wife's up to. Probably like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> She's gonna tell you. You can go back up there. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> She's all pissed. Yeah. Just blame it on me. I mean, obviously, no, you know, no, it's she my ne- fault. She's never pissed. She just, no. she'll be into some sh- crime show or something and telling me to shut up. That's pretty much how that usually yeah. goes. Perfect, perfect. She was doing her own thing then. Yep. All right, bro. Well, thanks, uh, thanks for listening, or thanks for being here, listeners. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, episode nine, and yeah, we'll see you guys on the next one. Have a good night. Peace out. See it. See you, D. Peace.